When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, that's right. Robin and Givenita Podcast, episode number 158. We're talking Snick Shows Are Trash, a.k.a. Akiva Explains It All here today to talk about uh, the big orange couch. Here's a man who uh, once became a superhero who didn't get up off a recliner. It's Akiva Winokur. Akiva, how are you? Rob, I'm great. Oh. I'm ex- yeah, I mean... This is, uh, I'm excited to talk to you today. Excited to talk to our guests. Yeah. I was excited to watch these shows that I hadn't seen in 25 years. Yep. I'm just excited. Okay. Well, we've got a, a great panel uh, with us here today to talk about the uh, Snick shows, our trash. Uh, hey, Kiva, maybe the best foursome ever put together since me and you and Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson. Uh, we did get a bunch of requests this week. Uh, it is holiday season. Should we get those shirts uh, out in time for the holidays? Yeah, I we did got some see, requests uh, for them. I did see. Uh, look, that if we're if it's for real, that somebody on the Renap subreddit already uh, Elfie selfie already uh, made the mock up. So uh, we could put tricky no, on. I think we need a better one. Uh, we need, but I think there's like a classic format, honestly. Yes. Of, okay. Well, I, I will. I will get. Uh, somebody just send them to me. Or you want to? You have somebody? I you mean, have a person? Uh, yeah, we have a, graphic, a guy. I mean, we do have a graphic designer around here. I gave up. Yeah. So just like yeah. copy the one that and the yeah. that everyone okay, does. Great. And, great. All right. We'll work on that. I think the problem is that the machine gun Kelly and Pete Pete Davidson is too long. Akiva, have you heard that? I mean, so you lower the font, maybe from it's, it's I very, Pete Davidson. I don't know if you ever heard this. Very, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's ironically too, too long. Yeah. It won't the issue fit. should be with Machine Gun Kelly because there's more letters. But you're saying Pete Davidson too long. <laughs> well, then mm-hmm. I mean, Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly, I think is a similar problem. And, well, should no, we put Colton Baker there? Maybe cut I don't it, know. Cut it shorter. Gotta we got to see. We got to see the the, mm-hmm. the form. We might have to go multiple lines. I think that that might fix okay, it. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe break format with what Elfie Selfie did on the Renap subreddit. All right. Also, Akiva, did you see this week on Fallon uh, that uh, Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson in studio together? It was a party. Yeah, we, I, we were arguing about what they were going to be doing, and then we didn't figure it. Also, uh, out. Also, I forgot. I forgot to check who was on Zoom and who wasn't on Zoom. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll find out as uh, the show goes on. But let's bring in our panel here today because we. 
Talked about uh, Snick Shows Are Trash, of course, uh, that first uh, we were very fortunate to uh, book uh, one half of the shite 90s shows uh, taught me podcast. Uh, let's welcome in Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? I am so happy to be here. I'm really excited to visit my 90s childhood uh, for better or for worse. Well, we'll see. But uh, it's it's an honor to talk Snick shows with you both. Okay, very happy that you are here and very happy to have uh, back here with us to talk about some uh, Snick shows. My co-host of the Nothing But Netflix podcast. Please welcome in Chappelle. So, Rob, Akiva, Sarah, how are y'all? Doing fantastic. Uh, but, uh, this is like uh, the Keenan and Kel of podcasting. <laughs> I Am know. I Keenan or Kel? Who do you want to be? Um, I mean, who would want to be I'm Kel probably, at this point? I mean, yeah, today I probably would want to be Keenan. I guess mm-hmm. Keenan's. I mean, Keenan is an icon You're, now. You but and like, Keenan are both prolific. Am I prolific? Is that mm-hmm. a is, yeah? I've You've been, been a, podcasting for twenty five years straight, just like Keenan Thompson's been on mm-hmm. variety <laughs> late night shows, sketch comedy nights. his whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My whole life, like I just, I didn't even realize it. You would see those stats on Twitter and stuff, and if people talk about how long Keenan's been in the spotlight. I'm like my entire life, I grew up watching that man on TV, and it's so wild to talk about it. So I'm happy to come here and talk about Snick shows, especially because Sarah's here. Like that made me so happy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For me, Keenan is not um, on SNL. He's always been on all that. I'll always think of him to be from all that. Okay. It's like crazy. Well, we have uh, three different SNCC shows that we're going to be talking about here today. Uh, they are all available on Paramount Plus. It seems uh, that all of the the uh, a lot of the SNCC library is available. We're going to be talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark season five, episode seven. I thought we got the season three, episode seven, until I looked closely. I thought, oh, that's a five, not a three. Yeah, um, this one is pretty exciting because we yeah. have Gilbert Gottfried yes. and a young Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, okay. Yes. I sort of like Ryan yes. Gosling Same and guy, Ryan basically. Felipe. Uh, confused. Felipe. Yeah. Uh, Fel- <laughs> or not Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. not Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, the yeah, Ryans, Ryan Gosling. Like, the, the Ryans don't have a thing like the Chris's. The, nobody's like, oh, the, all the Ryans in Hollywood. Should we do King of the Ryans and we'll have Matt Ryan win? You'll get mad. Hmm. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be good. Uh, I'd be open to uh, revisiting that. All right. Uh, So season five, episode seven of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Then we have uh, all that. Which which all that episode are we covering today? So it is season three, episode five. um, And I like this episode because it has all the heavy hitters um, in terms of segments. We have good burger we have vital information we have the very first ash ask ashley yes. with amanda Bynes, um which i thought was very exciting and a special guest of tyra banks so okay all right well couldn't be better yeah uh chappelle and i covered uh the america's next top model on the rjp rewind so good pick there good pick welcome to the good pick uh and then finally we have Clarissa explains it all going back to season one with season one episode what? 13. 13. Uh, some people say it's season two, episode one. Um, Paramount Plus does a really yeah. weird thing with their episode numbers, but 
Uh, to find it on Paramount Plus, it's season one, episode 13, Clarissa's Crush. This is one of the most highly rated episodes of Clarissa Explains It All. And um, who didn't have their first crush on somebody on TV? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I did. Well, not Akiva, because we talked about uh, who's your news crush. And he was said thought that that was like a preposterous idea, right, Akiva? <laughs> news crush? Yeah. Who is your newscaster crush? Mm-hmm. Not Tom Brokaw. People don't <laughs> I mean, say Tom maybe, Brokaw. Maybe somebody had a. Uh, I'm sure lots of people had Tom Brokaw. You think so? Tom Brokaw I'm was sure. he was yeah. was he a like a a hot guy? I think he was a hot guy back in the day. Also, his hot voice. Hot, hot voice. A, yeah, if you have a good voice, then you go like ten points up in the hot scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, young Tom Brokaw. That's, I assume okay. it's a scale of a hundred, or okay. else I'd be a ten. <laughs> I think yeah. it's a ten. Ten yeah. out of ten. Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to talk about everything uh, about the uh, the Snick shows. Um, I wanted to mention also, uh, whenever something comes up, like in pop culture or that things that we had talked about, uh, Kiva, did you see that uh, Sex in the City uh, is back this week? Yeah, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what channel it's on. I thought uh, it was a movie. It's but... HBO Max. Okay, HBO Max. I thought it was a movie, but. But now I, I think it's they episodes. were making a movie. I, I thought they were making Sex in the City three, and then it's like no, uh, it's a new Sex and the City show. It's called And Just Like That. I don't understand why they put popular things on it, even if it's bad, like on HBO Max. Why not? Well, I don't say like oh, it's title. on HBO Max a week beforehand. What's the title? And, and, and uh, it's called And Just Like That. Rob, what's, uh, Sarah, what's because- better, And Just Like That or All That? Uh, well, I did watch and just like that and all that is probably better, but it's called and just like that because Carrie would always do her article and then she would always be like, and just like that, blah, 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 blah. And she would write her article. Chappelle, this if is a bad are- title, right? I, I don't know what this is. I'm just listening. You know, like uh, you talk about sex in the city and I'm just you're just speaking white nonsense to me. I, so whatever Sarah no, says I, goes. I've never, I, I think I've seen this whole show. I did not know. And just like that was one of the sex in the city catchphrases. Did you it really is. It's, yeah. She says it like every episode. Yeah, Rob, really just like that. Mm-hmm. Rob saw every episode of Sex in the City the same way Akiva listens to every album that comes out. <laughs> I, I, I watched so them true. in the real time. I never gone, I've gone back and watched them. Yeah. Mm, it didn't Same like thing it. with me and the albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, it seems like nobody likes it. The new Sex in the City, Akiva. I mean, I'm sure if you're, you know, Kristen Davis and you're just getting free money, she probably likes it. Mm-hmm. Well, kids I believe probably she's like working. It. I mean, it's not like she's just getting like, like, yeah, uh, but I mean, I'm sure they're doing this. nicely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but maybe it's a big it's a big win for uh, for what's her nose for Samantha. What's her nose? You know, the one who's not in it because now it uh, sucks. And it's like, oh, now it, she's not in it. It's bad all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. um, Jessica and I actually covered the very first episode. Oh, and that's kind of we did. Yeah. And that's kind of our, our hypothesis that it is not joyous and fun because Samantha's not in it. They got rid of the best character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, um, sh- do, do they replace her? Do they have a new member of the gang, Sarah? So they have potential new members. I think that they're probably going to implement some of these women. Um, Charlotte has a new mom friend. 
um, that we might be implemented. Carrie is a podcaster. Is the Sex in the City podcast, Rob? What's going on? No, here? I'm just, I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> we, we, Akiva, okay. that it, it was but like 15 episodes ago, we did a yeah. whole episode about Sex in the City. That Don't make mm-hmm. it like this is not canon for Renap. Fair enough, fair enough. I will say that Carrie is a podcaster now. And oh, not a good one. I didn't know that. Yeah, Carrie Bradshaw uh, is okay. on a podcast. Okay. Oh, like we never go off on a tangent on this show. Please, <laughs> only only talk about <laughs> Snick. That's right. Wait, Rob, you in the core four, you weren't a carry though. But now I think we need to reconsider that. I thought you were like, uh, weren't I, you a Charlotte? I was a, a, a Miranda. Oh yeah, now you're a, a Charlotte. Mm, I don't know. You're the king of the podcast world. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. you're the new carry. Now we have to re- reevaluate your um, yeah. everyone's Carrie's articles. Always were a podcast, basically. It's just like uh, talking about like, and then I went to the store, and then I saw. Oh, so now you wondered. know what the articles say. Wow, and just like that, <laughs> just came like up with that. that out of nowhere. <laughs> all right, mm-hmm. all right. So okay, so Akiva doesn't want to talk anymore about uh, sex and All right, let's let's talk about uh, the our, the first of our three snick shows. Are you afraid of the dark? And Akiva, you famously are, right? I wasn't afraid of the dark. I was just afraid of the things that were in the dark. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. what, what was what scared me was like, now it's dark. What's in my closet? But I mean, I guess maybe that is being afraid of the dark. I'm yeah. not sure. Sarah, could you set up the premise for uh, the anthology series? Are you afraid of the dark? Absolutely. So Are You Afraid of the Dark is actually a Canadian-American show. And what happens is that every episode, this group of preteens slash children um, leave their homes. I don't know if their parents know that they're leaving their homes, but they leave their homes in the middle of the night, go to a creepy forest and tell ghost stories. So we have our... Five people. Some of them are there throughout the whole series. Some of them leave. So there's new people and they tell ghost stories. And then you flash to different actors every, it's not like, um, like American Horror Story where it's the same actors mm-hmm. every single episode. It's new people and they tell different stories. So yeah. they range from scariness. So um, there's clown episodes, oh. which I didn't pick for you. Um, there's a infamous episode with Tia Tamara, which I mm-hmm. love um, where it's like that classic, like there's two people and it's like, oh no, which one is my friend type of thing. Um, what do you, you mean? Know. Which one is my friend? So, like, you, they're twins. So you see them, and then one's evil and the one's not, and you are uh, like, which one is like my a, friend? Like which a Mary one's Kate good? And Ashley Olsen thing. A tale as old as time. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. But uh, this one is. Akiva, am I allowed um, to talk about Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen? Yeah, because we can talk that's, about Mary that's Kate. Not this episode. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was just you know I was you know getting a little bored of the Sex of the City. Okay. Talk, but, Ooh. <laughs> I guess you didn't have um, a good time when we did that podcast. No, that I did. I yes. had it. I had it then. I just, um, I just, I, I felt left out. I didn't know the show. I hadn't, hadn't seen the um, <laughs> what, what do you, what do you mean you didn't know the show? We, we did like, you know, as much as I did. No, you watched every episode. I, I saw like a couple episodes. Okay. Well, I have a question though, Rob. Yes. About, and it's really about uh, all three of these shows. Cause I, I am famously a nineties kid. I know some people try and say that if you were born in the nineties, you're a 90s kid, but that's, I mean, everyone knows that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You're a 90s kid if you grew up in, at least a little bit in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I saw these shows. I was probably 13 yeah. when, let's say, the season of all that came out and, and probably the other shows. So I was aging out of them, but I certainly saw the beginning of, of all three of these shows. Yeah. But you're a little older than I am. 
do you have any familiarity with any of these three shows? I want to know. So I would say of the, of these three, I think Clarissa explains it all. I knew the best. Uh, like I feel like I wanted to like, uh, are you afraid of the dark more? Uh, I always like the anthology format, your twilight zone tales from the crypt. Like I, I do like a show that's like a different story every week. So I definitely remember, uh, checking out a bunch of them, but I feel like I wanted to like it more. Uh, and then, all that, you know, uh, like, again, I, I was um, while I was probably a little bit older, I was uh, not popular and never out on a Saturday. So I think I probably ended up absorbing a lot of this, even if it wasn't necessarily uh, shows that I know uh, as well as our panel. Well, Rob, Akiva does make a good point. Um, this is Snick shows, you know, but you didn't really set up the premise of Snick shows. This is this is why I volunteered my Please. time. OK. Because I consider myself a Nickelodeon historian of sorts, you know? And so this is right up my wheelhouse. So I was wondering if you had any familiarity with the, you know, the 90s Nickelodeon lineup. I know Akiva would because he's the youngest millennial of all time. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, the youngest, oldest millennial or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I I know you're, you're, yeah, you're out of that range, Rob. So what is your familiarity with Snick as a, as a concept? So there's a big orange couch. Uh, it's Saturday night block of Nickelodeon. And I guess that they maybe it's like, oh, well, ABC has Friday nights, uh, the, mar- the market cornered. But we at Nickelodeon, we're going to corner Saturday night uh, and we're going to program a block of television uh, on Saturday night for uh, the uh, young audience. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much what it is. So Nickelodeon, of course, starts as this uh, like. It's television network for children or whatever. And then they incorporate Nicktoons at some point. They start off with the big three Rugrats, um, Ren and Stimpy and Doug, Doug, I think. Yeah, are the big three. And then like as they start to like try to find a spot in primetime for these shows, they realize that, you know, primetime television is already kind of dominated by other stuff. But the one night of the week where TV kind of sucks, it's Saturday mm-hmm. because you know, if you're if you're at a certain age, you're probably out on a date or doing something like that. Or you're like maybe too old to even be, you know, too sleep. I mean, to be sleep, but too uh, young to be watching, you know, TV or whatever. So there's like this middle ground where the teenagers are just at home and they had to find something for them to do. So they came up with this two hour block to present these television shows. And it was such a big hit. Clarissa explains it all actually was one of the first uh, sneak shows. And I mean, like. Not to age myself, but I mean, I was too young to remember the first episode of Clarissa, even though I've seen all of it. Um, and then, of seen course, you that. get. Yeah, I've seen all that. And and um, <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. Um, and so, um, yeah, it starts off with Clarissa. And then, like, they have, like, the the flagship shows, like the Pete and Pete's and Ren and Stimpy and things of that nature. Are You Afraid of the Dark is one of the shows. The Secret World of Alex Mack. Like, you get the big, like primetime teen shows for the people who were slightly younger than being actually a teenager. I don't think any actual like high school students were watching this stuff at that time. Maybe Akiva. Um, but like for the, for the kiddos, no, I was not was, watching was, when I was in high school anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this was premium television for the kiddos. I will say as one of the kiddos, Chappelle, as a Nickelodeon historian, do you know yes. Nickelodeon like pre uh snick era? Like you go as far back as like, you can't do that on television. 
Yeah, but like not in real time. So yeah. I would watch it. You know, when when you get older, you get the good cable channels. Mm-hmm. You know, As you come some like me, I have to go to someone else's house because I was poor. Yes. But when I go to somebody else's house, they got satellite. You got to go watch like the classic Nick Channel, Nick Arcade. Uh, you have to watch like uh, the Noggins. You catch all mm-hmm. the older stuff that they go back and talk about. So it, famously, you know, Degrassi is kind of like one of those things that Nick kind of incorporated into their Noggin spinoff. Um, you know, so I I had. Um, you know, history with those shows, but just kind of, you know, after the fact. Okay. All right. So the stage is set for Snick. Uh, should we uh, talk about this uh, episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Sarah, from what I understand, Are, are You Afraid of the Dark, there's a different kid that tells the story every week? Yeah, they rotate. It's, you, you get, the kids get days. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably like there's the Monday kid, the Wednesday kid. This kid that we meet is not part of the Midnight Society yet. Um, they're and they're actually like kind of hazing him, like it's mm-hmm. a fraternity. Um, and they're they're saying, you know, he has to audition to be part of the crew. And it looks like the other people do not want him to be part of the no. Midnight Society. Yeah, this is like his third or fourth audition. You know, when you're going for a job and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do another interview and another interview. Yeah, we'll do another interview in front of a panel now. It looks like he doesn't. He's not their favorite person, uh, but he's trying to get in because the premise of the show is that the kids have to tell the, the scary stories because if they had an adult doing it, it would be creepy. Um, like not and not in a scary way, but in kind of like a, you know, creepy way. Like, why are y'all in the in the woods with an adult in the middle of the night? But you know, they allow the teenagers and the preteens or whatever to tell the stories. And so this guy, and this is late in the series. So this guy is trying to like catch on to the, to the tail end of, are you afraid of dark? It seems. Okay. Um, did they reboot? Are you afraid of the dark at some point? They did in 2019. It doesn't seem like it was like a big success. (laughs) Okay. The world wasn't ready for the comeback. They reboot no. so many things that you really never like. I mean, not, I mean, I guess the intent, the problem is the intended audience a lot of times is like 20 years older. So it's like, well, who's going to watch this? Like my kids don't care or are, don't exist yet. And you know, like I'm too old for it. So I, I, I do think it's weird. Adult shows, at least like, like mad about you. Their issue was all their fans were dead. But with, <laughs> with, with a show like Are You Afraid of the Dark, they've just moved on to like adulthood. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it's a tough I, move to. I to think it's like, like general something. generational interest as well. You know, like, are you afraid of the dark when it first was released was like the first of its kind, you know, like they had, it was like twilight zone for children. Yeah. But then they had goosebumps and they had other similar shows to that, um, where it kind of built that same format. And so back then that was a novelty. I don't think kids are clamoring for scary stories now because they have the internet and yeah. the world is a lot scarier than what it was back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I also think that, um, so they're making these shows and I think that they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle and try to attract children again. But what they should be focusing on are the people that watched it back in the day and that have the nostalgia for it. So they should age up the show to accommodate the people that would watch Ooh. it now. So you want the, the kids as adults uh, telling scary Don't stories, stories. About like, oh, mm-hmm. you should see my alimony payments. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying that it should be actually scary. I don't know. Hmm, People like me. I think that the kids that I'm like scary, stopped. creepy things. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Not adult, not adult horror stories. Mm-hmm. Just actually yeah. Have you scary heard about things. the new variant? Yeah. 
I'm just saying that the kids that watch Are You Afraid of the Dark are the same kids that are watching, I don't know, like American Horror Story or Dexter, or whatever murder shows. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's tough to do this because I think that ideally, like the, the people that were watching the show at the time, like they have kids, but they probably don't have kids that are old enough to watch Are You Afraid yeah, of the Dark? Saying. So it's sort of like yeah. you need like, uh, you could bring back something like like, they should bring like like Barney, uh, where then like because <laughs> then like kids that like watch Barney are old enough to have kids that would watch Barney, and so here watch this kids, it's Barney. Barney was my life at four. Mm-hmm. I mean, Barney and I go way way back. Right, him and Lamb Chop. Whatever happened to oh, Lamb gosh. Chop? Lamb Chop was an icon. I hope Lamb Chop isn't problematic and canceled somewhere. Like you know how you stand something and then yeah. years later you're like, oh, they did what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, miss me some Lamb Chop. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is more, happening was, with the Barney IP? That may, you know, like that's a good question. Yeah, is nothing going on with it? You think we just buy the Barney IP right now? For Should like we bucks? remake Barney? Uh, let's see. Is there a <laughs> Barney remake? Let's see. Mm, okay, like so it's something that they never had. There's to a live in the first place. action Barney remake. Uh, that's this was as of 2020. Um, Let's see. Uh, here's what we know about the live action remake of Barney. It got held up by COVID. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it might be in development hell. We might be able to. This is a distressed asset, Akiva. Yeah. Well, there's a three part Barney documentary appearing on Peacock next year. Mm-hmm. And I will watch it. Let us know. Let us know about Barney. Okay. It might be gritty. So Daniel Kalua is remaking mm-hmm. Barney the Dinosaur, and it sounds kind of dark. See that wrong direction. Yeah, See, but but I, but it also doesn't seem like it's ever going to come out because it was announced in 2015. No, well, this yeah. article this article is from October 2020. Okay, we already right. have a remake of Barney, and it's called Dinosaurs, and we all know how that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, it's sad because. Uh, Barney had four-year-old Sarah in a blender, but as when I was four years old, I was watching Clarissa. You know, so just to shows you, um, I was I had no time for Barney. I had no patience for that. I was trying to uh, watch what the big kids was watching. Okay, well, let's just talk about uh, the uh, theme of this episode of "Are You Afraid of the Dark," uh, which has Ryan Gosling in it. Uh, and was he a series regular, Sarah, or this was just a one and done for uh, this is a one and done for Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling doesn't even get a like a credit in the because the focus here was Gilbert Gottfried, that was the get, Mm -hmm. not Ryan Gosling as a young child, yeah, (laughs) right? Who, (laughs) have we watched anything yet with Gilbert Gottfried in the history of Renat? A good question. I can't think of anything, but it's very possible we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading about Gilbert Gottfried. I, so his voice is fake, right? Because I mean, they they say like when he was on SNL, he didn't do the voice. Mm-hmm. They picked it up after. Okay. Uh, I don't remember something in particular uh, that we saw with uh, with GG <laughs> with GG. But, um, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. He probably taught he, Gosling everything he knows. Probably. He does turn off the voice at some point throughout this episode too. And I was I was shook. I didn't know that he t- could turn it off. I thought that was just the voice that God gave him. And so ooh, my mind blown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does another impression. Uh so the uh the story here is about uh two brothers that uh seemingly have access to a hearse. Uh stop me if I'm getting anything wrong, Sarah. 
That's correct. It seems as though the um, Ryan Gosling family um, are car mechanics. And it seems as though the hearse is there because it needs regular maintenance. Mm, Okay. And so uh, Ryan Gosling's uh, brother uh, talks him into uh, going into the car. Did I have that wrong, Sarah? So Ryan Gosling's brother, Chris, is a freaking creep and a half and he's obsessed (laughs) with death and he's a little of a sicko. So he um, pretends that he's dead. He, I, at first I thought that they lived in a funeral home. No, he's just a weird kid. Um, And Ryan Gosling, his um, Chris's brother um, and his name is, I don't know. Who cares? Jamie, I think is Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he is um, wants his brother to be cool and play sports and not be into death so much. So he decides to try to scare it out of him by locking him in the hearse. Okay, so Ryan Gosling is the is the protagonist or is the brother? The brother. He's the brother. Oh, he's the older brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was that was unclear to me. Uh, did well, he was know. a nobody back then, Rob. Yes. You know, he couldn't get type. Like, the, well, the, the episode is called like "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" See if I have some with Ryan Gosling. I assume that he was the the lead. No, no, <laughs> he's not even the lead. But they they like really like are name dropping Ryan Gosling in this. Yeah, for mm-hmm. for the clickbait, Akiva. Exactly. Yeah, that's like how we're going to promote this podcast. Mm-hmm. With Ryan Gosling's name, Good idea. I, I meant with I meant with Sarah and Chappelle. Oh yeah, fair enough, fair enough. To get people in the door. Doesn't matter what we're listening, <laughs> what we're talking about. But so, all right. So then, uh, so Ryan Gosling talks his brother into getting into the hearse, and then Ryan Gosling like uh, hot wires the car with a car battery. I don't think that's how it works, Akiva. I don't know much about cars, but yeah. I'll take your word that it doesn't Chappelle, work. Like can that. you start a car by just attaching it to a car battery? It looks like the only thing that was missing from the car was the battery. So, like, that's all he did. He just took the battery and just hooked the cables up to it, gave it a quick charge. Um, it's, that, so he that's turned the he ignition did. already, I guess. Mm-hmm. Had it ready yeah. to go. Yeah, it, that's what it looked like. Because in order to stop the car from making, you know, the windshield wipers from being on and stuff like that, um, his brother Chris had to turn the ignition off. So yeah. at some point, it was turned on. Mm-hmm. Akiva, I, I noticed that the uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, theme song uh, was composed by Jeff Fisher. Ooh. Yeah, it's a pretty average theme song. That makes sense. <laughs> it's like an eight, eight, eight and eight theme song. I do. At the end of this, I would love to like rank the theme songs okay, because good. they're so iconic to me. Mm-hmm. So um, to say that you think that the Are You Afraid of the Dark theme song is weak is slightly hurtful, but we'll move on from it real fast because we have it, important things to talk about. Yeah. It's average. It's average. Mm-hmm. Um, because this, the car wiring, which I might need to learn how to do one day considering how like old my car is at this point, um turns on and like the windshield wipers go off and the it beeps and it's playing music and the station goes mysteriously to 109.1 is this a real radio station i believe that that is beyond the scope of the fm dial oh okay i think i I think your radio in your car might go to like 108.9 yeah i think you're right Mm, and so this is like the next channel up from that got it so yes so that then it is this uh station 109.1 which is the radio 
from beyond uh akiva this radio mm-hmm. station is broadcasting uh from i guess i guess to spirits do you think that we could start up a podcast uh from beyond uh that is only intended for uh those who have passed who are stuck in between universes so it's a dead people podcast dimensionally challenged is the and will people think term. that like they're in hell, like oh my god, or, or what well, they we think? are going to help people get to the light. Okay, fine. Yeah, I think that yeah, that could be good. Maybe they'll be our Patreon. Become a patron, and then and then you will enter the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll you'll find out what the dead people know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you listen to three um, podcasts for the dead? Then, or like, if you make three podcasts for the dead, is that a mitzvah? And then you go to heaven. Yeah, it's a mitzvah. You go to heaven. Wow. It's a good callback. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. So, all right, one hundred nine point one. You can, I guess, Chappelle, you all, you can only hear this radio station if you're dead. Yeah. So it looks like the station is to help guide the already dead people to this, you know, to the pearly gates, because for some reason they missed their stop when they died and they, they don't know how to get out of this like middle ground um, where they're stuck here, but they're not actually physically here. And so Gilbert Gottfried and the radio station is like luring them back, you know, so they can put them at, at rest. And um, sadly, our, our main character, Chris here, he hears the radio station and now it has its complete attention because mm-hmm. they're like, hey, come find us. Let me help you find home. And so um, that's how our story begins. Yeah. Um, in case people are going to be sending us uh, some fact checking, 108.0 is as high as the FM dial goes. Famously, truck okay. 108. Yes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that is that is as high up as you can go. So 109.1 uh, it is the beyond of FM radio, uh, certainly. Uh Chappelle, it's confusing, right? Because it's like the radio station is like, yes, okay, come to the light. But then I guess you have to go and Google where the radio station is because then we saw that Ryan Gosling's brother, like on like Prodigy uh, with like a bunch of candles, has to Google the address for the radio station. Or Google's not even invented yet. He has to like, I don't even know what it's called. Oh yeah, you. This is a pattern in these '90s shows as well. Like Sarah can talk on this a little bit too. Clarissa, are you afraid of the dark? They had computers that were well beyond their time. They mm-hmm. could do whatever they wanted to back then. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, Sarah, I think we you and I talked about that uh, with Clueless, Clueless. once. Yeah. yeah, the Clueless software for designing outfits is amazing. Uh, it also reminds me of the website in Life Size where it's like. Um, it's just like this old looking website. Uh, this website is called radiospace.com where you can put in a radio station and it tells you, it's like a database. It tells you where it comes from. It doesn't show up. And then he searches for like the last entry and then somehow gets the address, which I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. He's got the address. We're going to go down there. Got to go see what's going on over at 109.1. And so he goes there and Akiva, this is where he finds Gilbert Gottfried, who is uh, pretty funny, uh, carries the episode, I feel like. Yeah, Gilbert Gottfried's great in this episode. He is basically uh, the last person you see before you die. He's like the administrator. No, essentially no you're de- already the- dead when you see him. You're already dead, but you haven't gone to the afterworld yet. Right. This is like mm-hmm. the last thing you do. You're dead. Right, mm-hmm. but you haven't you haven't gone to the afterworld, and he uh, he's like it's like the DMV, and he's the administrator who basically sees you through. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he used to work at the DMV. He said, "I don't make mistakes." That's I used to work for the Department of Motor Vehicles. I was like, "Oh, okay, well there you go." Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So he's mad at the kid because he's not going on the line. Everybody that goes there says, uh, "No, this must be a mistake. This uh, that I'm I'm not supposed to be here." It's like uh, the guests that we get on this podcast. Like, no, why there, <laughs> there must be some mistake. I, I didn't want to be here. You have the wrong person. That's triggering considering my first episode of this podcast was I'm a Renap celebrity. Get me out of here. I was like, oh, this is my first day here. Thank you, Akiva. Mm -hmm. You really didn't know at that time, like what you were getting into as well. I remember that was an infamous first uh, appearance. Worst day Um, of my life. (laughs) Stop it. What's what is infamous is the slap bracelet that he got for a number, which uh, like if you say like, what's the most 90s thing? Slap bracelets. Love it. <laughs> I mean, how many slap bracelets did you get from like sweet 16s or bat mitzvahs or even weddings? Unlimited. Unlimited. Um, where are they Unlimited now? Some fancy weddings. <laughs> slap like, bracelet? Mm-hmm. Slap I don't bracelet. remember. I don't remember the slap bracelet wedding. All you have to go is most of us weren't going to weddings in the 90s, honestly. OrientalTrading.com and you can get 400 for five dollars. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um so Why do you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just buy all the slap bracelets for my wedding favors. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Um, so it, so, but the slap bracelet is what unbinds you from the physical world. If you're wearing the slap bracelet, then you're done. You're invisible to a human eye. Yeah. So Akiva, that was like a, a very convenient uh, plot contrivance here that once Gilbert Gottfried puts the slap bracelet on you, you are basically a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can't see you anymore. Mm-hmm. That's like the your writing number on this, at the DMV. Yeah. Yes, the writing on the show is flawless. Like that was a great plot twist. <laughs> yeah, because, because the, the kid tries to leave and he tries to go tell Ryan Gosling, like, hey, you have to help me, but he can't see him. He can't hear him. He's a, he's basic, he's a ghost now. He's uh, no spoilers. Uh, the Sixth Sense kid, basically. Yeah, Sixth I mean, the, the, Chappelle, the, this show did the Sixth Sense twist uh, like uh, four years before the Sixth Sense. Yeah, that that is quite the coincidence. The thing with um, Are You Afraid of the Dark is that because Nickelodeon was geared toward kids shows, they really couldn't figure out a way to do something like this that would get like signed off on by the network because you couldn't do things on Nickelodeon that would put kids in a compromising position. And there's famously an episode of. Um, uh, salute your shorts where a kid was trying to steal some candy and they made they changed the entire plot to where he had to steal an orange um, because they didn't want to promote obesity for children so when it came to are you afraid of the dark they couldn't do like a lot of like so murdering. the problem wasn't stealing the problem was <laughs> obesity. What, it was obesity yeah, <laughs> yeah. stealing exactly. but <laughs> that's fine for the kids but steal fruit yeah Okay. So mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So when it came to Are You Afraid of Dark, they couldn't do a lot of the more menacing storylines where people like where someone would get murdered or something like that because it's children. So um, they had to take a lot of their stories from like like uh, fairy tales and other uh, like like commonly used uh, like tropes to make their stories passable so they didn't get any complaints. And so um, this actually. I, I can't think of where they got this storyline from, but to see that it paved the way from the sixth sense, I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah. You can't. T- M. Night Shyamalan has done nothing good ever. So the fact that they stole this from Are You Afraid of the Dark, I believe yeah. it. I, I mean, I envision M. Night Shyamalan like watching Snick and just like taking notes 
Yeah. So that's probably where he got his name from. M. Night Shyamalan. Like, oh, are you are you afraid of the dark night? That's, mm-hmm. that's yes. that, it was all got there that. the whole time. That was the twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chappelle, why are you so mad at M Night Shyamalan? I mean, because I've sat through one too many of his films. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, what is it? Is it Lady in the Water? Lady is that the, the water, name of that yeah, movie? Yeah. Oh my god! Is that the fish romance? No, that's another that's movie. That's, the, that's that's Grinding yeah. Nemo. Uh, mm-hmm. I was talking about um, the one where the bird just comes in. Oh, I don't want to spoil it. The bird just comes and scoops up the person at the end for no reason, and then it just ends. But mm-hmm. the village is there. It sucks. Um, Avatar, like the last Airbender movie, that sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just make a list. They yeah. all suck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, did you see Old Chappelle? I wanted to see that. I never watched it. Did I watch Old? No, I didn't watch it. It mm-hmm. was a Shyamalan, right? Yeah, it made Shyamalan. Like, yeah, no, I had to warn him off by then. Mm-hmm. I refused. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so... There's a thing at this place also that like so you either go to heaven or you go to hell. They don't really uh, see anybody go to heaven, uh, but you know when we go to hell, it's like it's kind of like ghost. Uh, speaking of uh, you know uh, our uh, patron saint Whoopi, uh, that like when you go to the bad place, like some guys in cloaks like uh, rip you and 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 take you into the the into the hallway. Yeah, well, although we don't see what happens when he get when he goes away, he just says like they didn't they didn't want me. We don't see that, right? We do, but uh, well, we do see other people going to the bad place. Yes, the bad place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like a patrons. I'm just trying to work something. A patron saint Whoopi, like patron. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to work. You want I'm to plug something a there. Patreon with uh, the phrase mm-hmm. patron saint. Patron saint Whoopi. Well, I'm working on it. I got to get back to me. Hey, become the third. Uh, become a patron of 32 fans, and we'll preview mm-hmm. the saints this weekend. Taysom Hill yeah, okay. says, "Become a patron mm-hmm. saint." <laughs> they are playing Kuda. the Jets. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alvin Kamara says, uh, "Become a thirty-two fans patron." You know what I was thinking about this show, Rob? What? The kids who are ostensibly the stars really do very little work. Like they're not even in their own flashback. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're just in the first like, couple minutes and the last couple minutes at most. Like mm-hmm. you get a, a few lines an episode, right, Sarah? It's a good gig. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, I mean, you only get like a couple of minutes there. Series regular think- money, and then everybody mm-hmm. else is getting guest star. I do think there that it more. has everything to do with saving money. You get like the big stars in, you only have to pay them X amount, but then the series regulars, then they're the ones that are part of like the actors union. And like <laughs> you only mm-hmm. had to, you had to pay them, but not for that much time. So, so the kids are scabs, you're saying. These kids are not in the union. Probably not. No, okay. I mean, I don't know anything about the Canadian Union for Actors. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they're also is this a Canadian show? It's Canadian American. Well, what does that mean? Like, who's paying the bills here? The Canadians. Mm-hmm. Canadians are paying the bills, and then the Americans okay. take the credit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sounds about right. How, that's how mm-hmm. it works. No, that sounds about yeah. right. Scientifically speaking, at least. Um, yeah, you know, I think for the kids though. The 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 regulars their their goal was to be able to throw the magic sand into the um into the fire oh. like it's like a coveted spot in Nickelodeon oh, lore like, yeah if you if you didn't do that like were you really even on Nickelodeon like are you serious so I think that's probably what they were trying to get paid in because that magic sand is hard to come by it's hard to come by and they're saving you from forest fires mm-hmm. exactly you yeah. gotta exactly. put out the fire before you leave. Makes sense. Um, Smokey the the Bear said that. Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay. So uh, ultimately, Ryan Gosling's brother is going to find a way to communicate with Ryan Gosling. He's going to get to the radio transponder and send a message out over the radio because his brother listens to some sort of like rush hour uh, shock jocks, Akiva. Yeah, he's very. I can't, this is like it's so dated. It's so funny. Yeah, he's like very Clark into- and Ryan. Clark, he's he's talking to a girl or maybe a friend on the phone, and he's he's like, yeah, of course I'll be listening to Clark and Ryan. I Clark never miss an episode. Yeah. They're, they're like, like the Opie and Anthony of uh, 1995. Maybe Mike and the Mad Dog. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say Mike and the Mad Dog. Exactly. Um. Yeah, you can't miss it. Can't it's miss like- it. Four o'clock. What are they gonna do next? Clark and Ryan. Rob, is this relatable content? You were a radio kid. You were like. Tuning yeah. in to Howard Stern, at least. Uh, yeah, probably not until I was like older. But um, yeah, probably. Uh, you probably could have reached me by finding a certain radio show. Now, now you have to yeah. find me on a podcast. Oh, like, that's not hard. Yeah, just tell, like, uh, <laughs> and believe me, it happens all the time. I'm just listening to a podcast, and people are uh, talking to me. I mean, mm-hmm. if you were on the East Coast, then tell me you didn't spend every single morning with the Z Morning Zoo mm-hmm. while you're getting ready for school. Like, this is what you did. Mm-hmm. Rob was more of an IMIS guy, but yeah, I think most people were into Z Morning Zoo. Oh. Gotta Rob, get those killer, uh, killer reference, friends. Uncle Keezy. <laughs> Everyone loves IMIS. Yeah, everybody my, knows my what dad you're talking used about. to listen. Yeah. My dad used to listen to IMIS. I feel like quack, the history has forgotten yeah. IMIS. Quack, yeah. quack, quack. Probably, uh, probably uh, for the best. Yeah, probably. Not a good guy, Imus. Quack, quack. Yeah. All right. Uh, so basically, yeah, that uh, the brother comes in. They end up getting the snap bracelet. Up. There's a guy, Daniel Carpenter. That was the guy that was supposed to be dead. Gilbert Godfrey really did make a mistake after he threw the kid into the afterlife, but the afterlife spit him back out. Yeah, he didn't belong. Um, they said that uh, they knew that he was not dead and they would like to speak with Gilbert mm-hmm. Godfrey. And then Gilbert Godfrey is very uh, worried about losing his pension, although he is already dead. So how do you lose your pension in the afterlife? We'll never know. Um, so and then we go back to like some time has passed and uh, Chris, the the star who is obsessed with death is now no longer obsessed with death and now like sports and now wants to play. Was that what uh, happened baseball. to you, Akiva? That I was dead and now I'm into sports. Well, you were obsessed <laughs> with death maybe. And then yeah, somebody like talked. I to wasn't you about- so obsessed with death. I don't think I was ever obsessed with death. I, I want to not die. In fact, at the hands of Chucky, the clown and Marvin mm-hmm. Harry, the wet bandits. Mm hmm. Oh, I was afraid of Chucky. Chucky wasn't a clown, though. Chucky was just a doll. He was very scary. You should have seen some scary. of those commercials. They yeah, had. Chucky's tiny. I don't know. He's small. No, that's no, how he gets know. you. He's tenacious. There is a yeah. doll episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, yeah I'm out on dolls. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now the brother's not a freaking creep anymore, and he plays. Um, baseball with Ryan Gosling and he lets the bug out of the jar and all is well. Do you think that the kid and Ryan Gosling stay in touch there? No. Oh. No, I think that the kid was probably trying to get a hold of Ryan Gosling for a really long time and Ryan Gosling lost his number. Yeah, the kid is still like trying to contact him like, hey, hey, I'm over here. I'm over here. Like uh, Ryan Gosling is still acting like he's a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, he's DMing him on uh, Twitter and he's definitely getting ghosted. That's for sure. <laughs> Get on the radio. Uh, is, is this 
Sarah, is this before or after Ryan Gosling does the um does the what is it the Mickey Mouse Breakers Club? Hall. Oh, the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, um, because he ends up like a very like prominent character in that world. I think this is after that. So uh, Ryan Gosling's first uh, credit uh, is are, "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" But they might have him as himself uh, on mm. other things because he's not acting. Uh, I, so he's in the all new Mickey Mouse Club from 1993 to 1995 as himself. This is his first acting role uh, in "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Yeah, this is 1995. Yeah. So this is after he started the Mickey Mouse Club. Then yeah, and guess what? His second credit is. Goosebumps. Oh. Uh, was hey, he typecast? Wow. He is. It's a typecast. Yeah. Uh, you. Mean brother. <laughs> mean brother. So yeah. it, it checks out. He was the mean brother in this. Well, he wasn't really mean. And honestly, his plan worked. He wanted to scare his brother out of like being afraid of, uh, well, being super obsessed with death. And uh, I mean, he did murder the kid, but mm-hmm. he came back and now he's not obsessed with it. He's obsessed with baseball. Yeah. You know? Look at Ryan Gosling. Look at Ryan Gosling. He did it. He's a lifesaver. Yeah. You did what needed to be done. So yeah. that so that was this episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Sarah, are, are there some uh, particularly well-known uh, episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, so the aforementioned Tia and Tamara episode where uh, was very popular for me. There's a clown episode that is like notoriously the most scary. Oh, yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark it. episode? Um, people really hate clowns. Um is forever there's this one episode that's haunted me um since i was a child where a cactus explodes and <laughs> spiders come out and ever since then i've been afraid of cactuses so this show does ruin lives i do want to warn you um about that but uh Chappelle, aye, aye, aye. Is, <laughs> do, do any uh stick out for you I mean, that T and Tamara episode uh, is ridiculous how like it's glued in my memory. Yeah. Um, but I remember when Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think this is when I got a little bit older. And so I was watching the snake and stuff, but I was like age appropriate almost. I remember they were advertising a movie. And they were like, oh, no, for the first time, we're going to have like a television movie event for Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch that, like trying to pretend to be brave. And they were like, it's called The Tale of the Silver Sight. And I remember like, talking to my cousins and stuff and they were like oh yeah we watched it it was so it was so scary oh my gosh and i was like oh yeah i watched it too i never watched it and then like maybe a year later it came on like as a rerun i sat there and watched i was like okay that was not that bad it's okay you're an adult i was like 13 but i was like you're an adult you know um but yeah so that's the one that sticks out in my head yeah that's the one that sticks out in the head the most because i was afraid to even try to watch it because i figured 30 minutes are you afraid of dark is one thing but like a feature film no thank you Anything Oof. else on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, I do want to say that they did let that kid uh, into the Midnight Society. Did they ever not let kids in? Yeah, me. Yeah. I tried twice. <laughs> Still can't get in. Did you just wander uh, into the woods? Yeah, <laughs> looking in all the woods everywhere. Uh, no, I think that everybody eventually gets into the Midnight Society. I don't think that no, I don't think any kids are too dorky to join the midnight society okay it's an equal opportunity society akiva you would have let in any nerds that wanted to be in the midnight society no, no. well i don't think it's a dorky thing i just how good are your stories like i don't it's not important how cool you are um but no yeah i would have been stricter i would have been very strict with the membership one of the women Close is the married books. to nick swisher <laughs> nick swisher okay mm-hmm. yeah um yeah I, I wish that they had like is there ever a bad story at the end sarah they're all like eh 
Or no, that doesn't happen. Gosh, like I don't think it happens. I think they're very big hype people mm-hmm. um, for their fellow storytellers. Yeah. They're very supportive they're artists. People. Yeah, mm-hmm. hype. yeah. I, I, I mean, sometimes we're like, you know what? Like we could have lived without that one. Um, there's there are really scary ones. I didn't think that this one was that scary, but it's 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 definitely something that sticks with you for all this time. And I think that if you had to say like name one snick show, I think that a lot of people would say, "Are you afraid of the dark?" Yeah, because it it, it kind of encompasses what you think snick is about. It's like late night watching, you know, up late by yourself as a child watching TV that you should be asleep for. Like, that's what I always imagine snick as. Like, are you afraid of the dark? And then like the funny shows as well that came around it. And then mm-hmm. later on in, in, in the series or whatever, in Snick's run, it became like the more adult shows, like the Caitlin's Way and 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd mm-hmm. and things of that nature. It got the 9.30 slot oh. as well. Yeah. Well, they, super they, they move they move uh, all that late. I would pause it and we'll get there, I think, right now, that all that was the was the Snick show. Like, that was the main Mm. sort of mm-hmm. uh, show yeah. on the on the network long lasting yeah. but you yeah. you could not be a child star like a real child star at the time without going through are you afraid of the dark in some way uh shape form or fashion like you had to kind of like pay your dues by getting a guest spot so that's why we see ryan gosling here but there were yeah. there were a, a bunch of others nev, nev campbell even was on uh oh. are you afraid of the dark and what would be the right age for somebody to watch are, are you afraid of the dark could I, could I show it to uh my eight-year-old they're too young well, I was watching. Are you okay? The thing is, is that millennials watched Are You Afraid of the Dark when we were seven, eight years old. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have, but we're fine. Like, we're all a little like scarred, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. our lives are fine. So, yeah, like, show Dominic. Like, he'll be terrified, but it's I think good for character. Yeah. 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 Nickelodeon was unhinged. They took <laughs> Are You Afraid of the Dark and they put it in the middle of the day. Like it used to just come on on regular Nick hours sometimes. So you, it would be like two o'clock in the afternoon and all of a sudden, are you afraid of dark would come on? And that was it. It was nap time for me. I was like, oh, I'm good. I, I'm going to go outside and play or something. You know, I mean, <laughs> just think like for Nickelodeon, like you're watching Rugrats, which is pretty tame. And then the episode changes and then it's red and stimpy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was the free for all back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got wild. Got wild. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, let's talk about all that. Our second show, Akiva, you said that this is the show that uh, defined SNCC. Uh, can you set up all that? Yeah, uh, all that is very easy to explain for those who are not familiar with it. It is basically like a kid's SNL. 
Um, it has regular segments, like even more so than SNL, I think, as like the, the one that Sarah picks for us today has, you know, the three or four more classic segments. I remember like really laughing out loud the first couple seasons of uh, SNL. We would talk about um, uh, the uh, what's her name? Sarah Beth. The first Lloyd Beth Denberg. Denberg. Yeah. Yeah. Lori Beth uh, Denberg. Yes. Lori Beth Denberg, like her segment. I remember we'd always like, you know, re-say them on Monday at school or whatever. Uh, yeah. So uh, all that was uh, was was kids SNL. It was it was there's a musical guest, which is cut out on Paramount Plus, but was uh, I think Black Street this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. Singing, uh, no, singing diggity. no diggity. No yeah. diggity. Yes. No, no, no doubt. doubt. Yeah. 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 It's on. Uh, Sarah found it on YouTube. If people want to watch uh, the. Yeah, I can post the video. Yeah. Um, but there's the host, at least in this episode. And again, I haven't seen the show in a while. The host doesn't come out and do a monologue. They just appear in like one or two scenes. Yeah. Right. They, they don't. They don't do the monologue. They always do like an opening sketch, kind of SNL esque. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they'll like, or you get Kevin, the stage manager, come on. And he'll say five minutes, five minutes, five minutes to show time. Or he'll do, he'll do that. And then something funny will happen. And then they'll just cut into the rest of the comedy. They don't really have a host. Yeah. But it's a pretty, pretty straightforward show with, uh, you know, the same five or 10 segments. Uh, we have, uh, Amanda Bynes making her, not debut, but this is early in the Amanda Bynes era. I think it is what's the debut of her main segment, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. The very first ask Ashley which was always my favorite segment. And um, also, and Amanda Bynes is like so iconic for all that. But then later on, she gets her own show, um, The Amanda Show, which was also kind of like SNL, but just mainly her uh, carrying the weight of every single segment. Um, And then we also get, so this had, season three had a lot of the people that, you would think of when you think of all that Amanda Bynes, Lori Beth Denberg, Kel Mitchell, uh, Keenan Thompson, and Josh Server, who I don't know where he is now, but he was like the king of all that. The king of all that. He was there yeah. for a really long time and he did a lot he of was, the character <laughs> acting. He was the Keenan Thompson of all that. He really was. I think he was there longer than Keenan. I'm not. Probably, I think Keenan was like. I'm, well, I'm like. He was. I'm this. talking about the the, the Keenan Thompson oh, of SNL of absolutely uh, of all that. Yeah, yeah. Josh Server was the face. Uh, Keenan and Kale ended up becoming more and more famous as the time went on, and they ended up getting their own spinoff and the movie and stuff like that. But when it came to all that. You're like Josh and Lori Beth Denberg were like the two, right? And then everybody else was like spinoffs of them. And then like as the show went on, I don't know, like Lori, first of all, let me just pay homage to Lori Beth Denberg because the 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 way the things that she's done for millennial culture is just I I can't express it enough. But she goes on to do random other shows and movies, but she doesn't pop like she did in all that. Like she will always be known as the 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 girl from all that. Um, and Josh Server will always be known as the guy from all that, whereas Keenan, of course, has gone on and done other things um, in his career. Okay. Are any of the stars from all that on Cameo? I'm, oh, I'm sure all of them are. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, Kel Mitchell is on the Cameo. Yeah. I'm okay. surprised by that. Uh, we got Lori Beth Denberg. Okay. Lori Beth Denberg is on Cameo. $25. What? That's oh, a steal. Yes. I'm buying that. Really? Okay. Well, wow. you like three, three pieces of information. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you three pieces of information for your everyday life for 25 bucks. It's an incredible, you're that buying a TV segment for that much money. Everybody, we have like 10 more days, well, 
13 more days till the holiday season is over. Do yourself a favor and buy yourself a cameo from Lori Beth Denberg. Yeah. That's my one request does, for you. Do you think she does uh, does bits? I'm sure $25. Uh, Akiva, Andy Chavez was uh, more than that. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, uh, do you, do you want to play one? See okay, what she's see. doing. Let's see if I could, if I could play one from, from. Hi, Kara. It's Lori Beth. Hello. Listen, girl, I am here to wish you the happiest birthday ever. Happy, happy birthday. I hope you have a great birthday. I hope it's fun or relaxing. I hope you get to do exactly what you want. And Ryan should make sure that that's what you get to do. Ryan Gosling? says you are his wife. Do they do a crossover? And he loves you. And he says happy birthday, too. So, Ryan, let's make sure Kara gets what she wants for her birthday, okay? Um, I'm a little excited because I just got booked on a talk show. (laughs) I got booked on the Dopra show. The Dopra show? I'm pretty excited (laughs) um, to meet Dopra. And it's going to be like an expose. I'm just going to like tell everyone's secrets that I know and oh my it's going to be really really great so <laughs> hopefully you get to be there um, <laughs> Ryan right. said that you were is, is Dopra a real thing <laughs> wow and she's going to spill all the secrets <laughs> of all that or Nickelodeon this is going to be should we do five nights spe- at Dopra <laughs> yeah I think so this is going to be a bigger story than uh, Megan and Harry's special ah, I am shocked okay my, my millennial heart is just on the floor right now you telling me for $25 she will have a, a full length ass conversation with you about some stuff like <laughs> you I just telling her what's questions. up in her life and I, 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 I would like, like I, to know yeah. I deserve that much we've been best mm-hmm. friends since I was six um, I'm budgeting right now for 17 of these because not only do I want to know about her life, I got questions about Nickelodeon. Like, let's spill it. Tell me about Danny Temporelli. I want to know. Tell mm-hmm. me all the things. When did Amanda Bynes crack? Like, I want to know. Lori Beth knows. She got so for Chappelle's birthday. Chappelle Windsor yes. birthday. April. No, April okay, Christmas. not so far. Christmas. Cry right, for yeah. for Chappelle for Christmas. Get him a Mary Beth cameo. And just say, Lady Spillerfield. You disrespectful <laughs> What is wrong with you? Lori you ever, it's been a while. It's been a it while. I every episode. I it's every like the Monday albums. morning, you were breaking down what she talked about. We were, yeah. When I was when I was like nine, and now I'm much older than nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> respect I, on her name. She's Lori Beth Dimberg. She has her whole. She has three names. Yes. Listen, in my three name rankings, she's toward the top, and I'd have to fight, yeah. you know, to to, to make her Should fall below. Be top. Or what, happened, what happened to that? What happened to the three name uh, bracket? It was going to be bracket, bracket season? season. Yeah, bracket season. We okay. Yeah, coming up. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you want to talk through maybe some of the uh, signature all that sketches? Yeah, we got a lot of them in this episode. Let's talk about them. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that uh, the one that I would have been able to tell you yesterday was Good Burger. And uh, we see uh, Kel here, Kel Mitchell, uh, as uh, the face of Good Burger. But uh, was Keenan not uh, a key member of uh, Good Burger? Did he get added for the movie? I believe they probably, Chappelle, did they continue Good Burger for the Keenan and Kel show? 
Uh, I don't think so. So for yeah. for just the movie, they went and did the spinoff movie, the you know feature film in theaters everywhere. Should that be in the crappy teenage- movie diaper, Akiva? Yes. 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 I need someone to rewatch it and make a sure thousand- it holds up. I, I rewatched it. It's fine. Watch it. <laughs> okay. Was that recent? Was that recent rewatch? Uh, if, you, if I if I have to say it was recent for you to put it in the diaper, then yes, Akiva. <laughs> All right, we can put it in. Twice. Put it in the diaper right now, Keenan and Kel. Yeah, what are you worrying oh about gosh. here? I'm just teasing. I was just teasing. But wait, yeah, I have a question. The the vegans are going to come down on Keenan and Kel. No, no, they never even end up eating the food. The vegans, the best show ever for vegans. Nobody <laughs> ever eats the burgers. We never see someone eat a hamburger. Once. No, well, first of all, Keenan is in this episode of all that. He's in the oh, he's in the but cold he's open. Not in the Good Burger he's sketch. Not good Burger. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think it's like yeah, this was a Kel. This was a one hander. Just Kel. Keenan is usually in. Oh wait, no, Keenan's not in a Good Burger at all. No, he was not in, in the movie. He was not in the sketch. So I, 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 I thought that burger, they were yeah. like uh, you know Hans and Franz. It was like uh, like a two person uh, bit. Uh, Good burger. No, that's a, Man- mm-hmm. a Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. It's just Cal. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's well, you know what we Cal. don't get in this episode, and it's only half hour, unlike the ninety minute SNL. I mean, we don't get nineteen uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, because they cut out the music. Mm-hmm. We don't get a um, Sarah. We don't get a uh, no talk in the library from Mary Beth Denberg. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what? a classic also. Yeah. I know there are I mean we get Mrs. Finley, which is like the teacher segment later on. But mm-hmm. um let's start with Good Burger because we get Ed and he sings his his amazing song. Well, number one, he says, um Welcome to Good Burger, home with the Good Burger. May I take your order, which is ingrained in my mm-hmm. head. You can never forget it. And he mm-hmm. also sings his I'm a dude song, which is the most iconic song in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Akiva, do you remember how to sing the I'm a dude song? Uh, uh, I don't remember how to sing it. I I'm think we're all dude. dudes. You're yes. a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. Hey, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have him. We have um, him doing his normal things, not doing his job. And then guess who comes in? Miss Tyra Banks. Yes, and, and she just stands there and 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 and, is, and doesn't say anything for the first half of the sketch. Mm-hmm. She just stands there and is Tyra and is beautiful. And Ed, who is played by uh, Kel, is losing his mind. Like he's he's just out of it. He's not listening to anybody else's order. He's fantasizing about their wedding. This is what you do when you see Tyra Banks. At least back in the nineties. Now you mm-hmm. ask her yeah. a bunch of questions about America's Next Top yeah, Model. What year is it? It's Black Streets performed in ninety seven. It's nineteen ninety six. Yeah, this mm-hmm. was um, debuted on December fourteenth, nineteen ninety six. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tyra Banks was on the top of the world back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we got. So many shenanigans. He instantly wants to marry her and she says yes. She says, I've always wanted to marry a fast food employee that can't tell their right from their left, said their first word at 11, doesn't know where ice comes from and is easily uh, confused by cartoons, um, as all women are looking for in their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they have a wedding. Yeah. Jewish wedding. They're both Jewish. Yeah. (laughs) A Jewish wedding. And my favorite part of that was when they stepped on the milkshake cup, um, as you do (laughs) in Jewish weddings, when you step on the glass and then the milkshake 
splats on uh, Josh Server as the old yeah. guy. Um, Akiva, I, I got the mm-hmm. uh, suspicion that a lot of the writing staff for all that, uh, that, uh, you know, I'm hearing like uh, Tukas in uh, the, uh, in one of the sketches. Like, I, I feel mm-hmm. like that, uh, yeah, I, I really think it was kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You think it was old Jewish men like the other shows in the 90s? Right. Okay, fair enough. I mean, they're pretty cool. Like, if you, like shout out to those guys. Maybe they're in their 20s, but like, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he gets to almost kiss Tyra Banks, but he wakes up from his fantasy uh, and is told that Ed is a disgrace to fast food everywhere. And then they really do kiss, but not really. It's like kind of like very fake kiss, very fake kiss. And Tyra says, you know, let's not rush things. Let's go on a real date before we get married. Yeah. And then they, they leave. Okay. And that's good burger. In fairness, Carol's probably a minor here, right? Uh, you, know, I mean, you think you they don't want them kissing? I you don't think they're a minor? 35 I mean, pretending to be 16. There were other people on Nickelodeon who had no pro uh, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um I, yeah, I, it's a good it's a good question. Um Kel's yeah, definitely a minor at this point in his career. There's yeah. no way that's a that's a grown man. Um but uh, yeah, it was fun to see him interact with Tyra in this way. Uh, the kiss did catch me off guard because you would think this person that you've never met before, you just don't kiss them because you had a dream sequence about marrying them. But yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. It worked out for it worked out for Ed. And yeah. so I, I'm happy for him. So Kel Mitchell is uh, 43 years old. Uh, so he uh, would have been, I think, 19 at the time. of filming. Oh. So uh, I guess not a minor. Guess not. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he maybe Tyra was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm probably not going to come on and kiss uh, somebody from all that." Kiss a rando, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not kissing a rando mm-hmm. yeah. on Nickelodeon. No. <laughs> Can um, I tell you some of the other uh, uh, guest stars from from this season okay. of? Because uh, yes, that's please. a good. It's a good way to look back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and all that uh, was was a much more diverse show than maybe SNL in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tia and Tamara were the first episode. Montel Jordan, Drew oh. Hill, this is Tyra Banks of Black Street, Tribe Called Quest, Tony, Tony, Tony is coming yeah. soon. Yes. Um, but some of the highlights are Ray J, okay. Aaliyah. Okay. Yeah. Monica, Erica Badu. Yeah. So, um, and very look, musical also. Look yeah. at how black Nickelodeon was. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. like, that. that's why it had me in a blender because I was like, I know these people. Now you can't pay for this kind of representation on television and they're mm-hmm. trying to force it on everybody. They're like making, there are rules that say you have to have representation. And back then, Nickelodeon was like, nah, let's black it up. And I loved it. We're every just going to do it. it. Yeah. And look, nobody complained. We just mm-hmm. listened nobody, to songs. They also never said like, it, like I, you know, as a kid watching, you weren't like, oh yeah, this is... Uh, like a primarily African American no. show. And you look it. right, you look back at the and the cast is is uh uh you know it, it has representation, which I think Nickelodeon had before a lot of other shows. Um mm. but yeah, you look back at the, the guest house now and and uh it's almost hundred percent African American the uh the, yeah. the the hosts and the even the the musical guests it was like the damn Apollo, like <laughs> Craig Mack performed. And I was like, why are these kids listening to Craig Mack? And by these kids, I mean me. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Craig Mack. But I listened to that, you know, in the car with my folks. And it's not something I expected to see on a children's to- show. But if I have to listen to flavor in your ear, then I'm gonna listen to it every time it's played. And if it's on mm-hmm. all that, then so be it. This was my the, time. 
some other highlights. Debrat and uh, a Sinbad and Coolio episode. That's wow. Probably- Look at Love that. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the episode when Kale rapped. That was one of the, like, I was like, oh my God, Kale can rap too. It was crazy. I, uh, all that was just, it was perfect. What are some of the other uh, signature sketches from all that, Sarah? Yeah, Vital Information with Lori Beth Dimberg, where she spews nonsense and kids laugh at, I don't know what, maybe just the silliness. And that, I guess, is almost like uh, the new segment on SNL. Weekend Update? Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like supposed yeah, to be Yeah, it's like the closest that. thing to Weekend Update, yes. Yeah, yeah it's There's just no like a bunch news. of nonsense. I have no clue mm-hmm. what she was saying. I feel like now they do like, they do like very light, like they talk about the vaccine. Like, they would do like a much more like vanilla news segment now. Yeah. But yeah, there was none there. We get Ask Ashley with um with Amanda Bynes. And this is so Amanda Bynes is super tiny. She's the youngest person in the cast at this point. Um, very young. She looks like a sweet little girl. So the bit is you have this sweet looking girl reading a letter, and they have like um a whole thing where it's like, you know, um ask Ashley, that's me. And then they didn't do it in this first episode, but down the line, it was a thing where like everybody in the audience would be like, that's me. And you at home would do it too. Mm-hmm. So she would read the letter sweetly. And then she has a rage issue. So then she reads the letter and then goes off. And we ate this up. I ate this up as a kid. I was like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. So she reads three letters. Uh, the first being this girl, Tracy, who likes her peanut butter sandwiches one way, but her mom makes it the opposite way. So she likes it where her peanut butter's on the top and her mom makes it with the jelly on the top. And she basically calls Tracy an idiot and goes off. Um, the next one is to Benjamin, who doesn't know how to use his uh, brakes on his bike. Mm-hmm. And like I said, she yeah. goes This is relatable off. for my son, yeah. poor thing um and then the last is alex from um florida and alex likes this girl named sarah and she he asked her out 74 times and she always says no what's the deal and uh my favorite line for the episode sarah don't like you i need a (laughs) gif of that yeah give me a gif um and then she like you know, she pulls all the storylines together and she's just like, why don't you um, like go ride your bike to Tracy and like do nothing on the weekend and ask her out because she can like, you know, because all she does is flip her sandwich and blah, 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 blah. Long story short, we really, really enjoyed watching a tiny girl have anger management issues back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this segment, Rob? Um, yeah, I thought it was fun. I got the, uh, the bit there after the, the first couple of times. Uh, you know, the idea of having to tell a guy, uh, not to ask a girl out 74 times. I feel like, uh, that that was probably, uh, that messaging was, uh, ahead of its time for, uh, 1996. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the thing where the delivery is so aggressive. Like she's yelling, like, turn the peanut butter sandwich upside down, you idiot. Like she's yelling. And then she goes back to like sweet Ashley, you know, she doesn't break. And that's the that's the appeal of Lori Beth Denberg as well. In Vital Information, she says this thing that's hilarious to children only, but she does not break. She doesn't laugh. She just kind of holds her straight face. And, you know, in SNL, they can learn something from her because they break. Lori Beth, she don't break. 
But um, I think that's why both of these uh, these sketches work because the two of them can deliver it and go right back into character so easily. Um, which is probably why Amanda Bynes ends up taking off so well because this formula works so well to the to the when you know she gets her own show and incorporates all of this stuff into that as well. Yeah, she's yeah, really she- good in. in- yeah, mm-hmm. like she does the segment throughout her entire run of all that. And it probably is one of the reasons why she got the Amanda show. Mm-hmm. And the Amanda show was also on SNCC and it was very iconic in its own right as well. Uh, there is so many segments from that that um, is is just so memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love it um and then our last segment is this like school well aside from the music guests that did not show on paramount plus is this school segment high budget rob high budget we get a full horse in this segment yeah uh it occurred to me too yeah you know even like spending for the giant fake uh eggplant or whatever is in the first it's a squash it's a squash squash, like um sorry i had a plan on my mind i like the The, uh, the squash and yeah, this this show spent some money back then. It's impressive, but yeah, the horse, yeah. The, the horse just coming to the class. Yeah, so, so we get Dusty Pants, who is actually a regular. This is a regular. Well. What was the bit that just he's a cowboy in different he's situations? He's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. Mm. Was this a popular sketch? I don't remember it, but mm-hmm. I know that he shows up more than once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Dusty wasn't one of the big popular ones. Like, right. we had Pierre Escargot, who was speaking yes. French. Miss Pitten Love Peas, that was another one. Yes. Um, what was another? Oh, Pizza Face. Do you remember Pizza Face? Oh, Pizza Face is kind of gross. Yeah, pizza it's like, literally just like a guy with like a pizza as a mask, and that's his face. Right. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, what was the, the chef who does the chocolate? Do you remember that? Um, I do. I remember that's a key, another Keenan bet. Yeah, um, but th- Dusty was not in the same realm of those people. Yeah. Or repairman, you know, there were there were so many good ones that you put before Dusty. He's he's bottom tier. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty. Dusty. So we see Dusty trying to be normal in school, and Miss Fingerling, who is a regular as well. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a regular segment. Um, freak out. We get like this like piano and western bar and then we get a showdown between nasty Na- Na- nasty nancy nasty nancy played by keenan uh because you would be nasty if you were a cowboy named nancy and they're enemies and they have a showdown is nasty um, nancy a recurring character i don't think so okay i don't know um, we keenan might see already- another showdown but yeah, Nancy Nancy wasn't a recurring character for the most part. If Keenan was uh, spread pretty thin by that point, he is, he was doing you know the PRS cargo. He was uh, making like he was using chocolate. They'd already done uh, the movie. I think the movie's already come out by the time this episode airs. So yeah. like actually, the bloom is probably a little bit off the rose because the movie was considered such a joke, right? Um, no, the movie was iconic. What are you talking about? I know, but I think at the time it was like uh, it, it was in hindsight. I think people so, like, but I, this I, I, is 1996. I mean, the movie might mm-hmm. be in the can, but Good Burger does not come out until 1997, July of 1997. Okay, fine. Mm, yeah, I mean, Keenan was uh, Principal Pimpel with the with the huge bulging pimple. I think he was. I don't think Nancy uh, was in his rotation heavily. Mm-hmm. No, but um, so that that was a segment. We see the showdown. It didn't really go on because the horse has a dentist appointment. Um, and then we have one quick segment, which was disgusting. Peter and Flem. We don't have to Gross. focus on this. Yeah, I don't. Talk about it. I don't okay. want to talk about it. And then it cuts off abruptly on Paramount Plus. But 
um, you can find the musical guest Blackstreet with Keenan um, from Everyday French. Uh, Pierre Escargot, like Chappelle mentioned, announces Blackstreet. They do the performance, and then like everybody comes out on the stage is like, "Thanks for watching, bye." But they cut it. They cut it in Paramount mm-hmm. Plus. Oh my god! Yeah, they probably it's can't trashy. afford it. It's weird live, that live music, live music, like everyone should have the rights to. I understand like tape stuff, but it is weird that they. I guess like they didn't think of it back then. I'm sure yeah. now they do, but it just seems strange. And, and those artists are huge now. Like the musical guests back then were like, mm-hmm. they were big, but a lot of those names, like you say them and you automatically know who they were. Like you kind of question, why were you on this show of all things, you know? But um, yeah, so I don't think they can afford whatever rights they would have to get to be able to play those. Um, no, it wouldn't be worth it now to even, yeah. you know, they're too, too mm-hmm. even like, it's probably not worth a thousand bucks, but like, yeah. Do we have any idea what the ratings were for any of these uh, Snick shows? I mean, the show continued for a long time, so I'd imagine they were pretty good. I don't remember like cable like, ratings weren't like all over the place back then, so I don't know. But would you think that were. like uh, with like limited options, obviously, like you have like uh, this uh, like audience uh, cornered, like do you think that the ratings mm-hmm. are like five million people? I'm uh, probably a little less, but still, like you know, in the millions for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of ratings, I guess before we transition into our other um our other show, um the reason why Clarissa explains it all works is because the the people, the executives said it couldn't be done. They said boys will never watch a show that is led by a a a, a young girl as a lead. Like it's it's going to take in the rate, rate uh the ratings or whatever because like how are you going to get like boys to watch this? And Clarissa broke the mold. Um her her uh, just like sheer coolness was enough for them to like write a story around a girl that wasn't like this stereotypical um, like way that little teenage girls have been written up to that point to where it did draw in so many other people. And so they were able to keep a consistent like um, ratings, um, I guess. I don't know. They, they, they were able to, consi- um, to increase their uh, demographic more than they ever uh, had thought about. So Clarissa actually was one of the shows that kind of broke the mold in that way. OK, Clarissa explains it all, Sarah. Yes. So this show is very near and dear to my heart. Like, I think that this was probably my favorite snick show. Um, Clarissa was an icon to me between her fashion, between her quirkiness. She was interesting. She was cool. Um, I have a little beef with Ferguson, her brother, for obvious reasons. What's your beef with Ferguson? So my last name is Ferguson Uh, and I got ridiculed, particularly in the first and the second grade because of my last name and Ferguson. And people used to say, you're annoying, like Clarissa's brother. Oh, wow. Mm. Yep. So, I mean, I beef um, with Ferguson, but Clarissa was definitely everything to me and Chappelle's right it's because she's not the standard girl like um she's unique and has interesting interests and she's intelligent and she doesn't I mean typically fawn over boys of course this episode is Clarissa's she's a crush. little uh, boy crazy in this episode in this episode but we went an entire season one majority mm-hmm. wise with her not talking about crushes um the most interesting thing about Cla- one of the most interesting things about clarissa is her friendship with sam we don't really see a friendship with boys and girls that often that are completely platonic and i will tell you 
they were there was one episode where they almost explored it and it didn't happen and these two never got together and i think that that's very uncommon especially as somebody that covers two 90s shows with boy and girl best friends that do get involved with each other um i think that is pretty monumental and very cool it proves that boys and girls can be friends the age-old question yeah parissa is dope and that's what the premise of the show is. They they mm-hmm. found the coolest girl that they could create or whatever. They interviewed people. They did their auditions and they came across Melissa Joan Hart, um, another three namer, you know, for the bracket mm-hmm. later on, I guess. Um, I don't foresee them winning, but we'll see. Uh, but, you know, they get Melissa Joan Hart. And I guess in the interviewing process, they asked her like, oh, so, you know, you're like a, a 90s girl. Do you like new kids on the block? And she said, no, I hate them. And then she's like, oh, crap, I screwed up. Like, oh, oh, my God, I just told this Hollywood guy that I hate, like, one of Hollywood's biggest acts. What am I going to do? But they thought that was so dope that she wasn't like every other girl that you would see, you no know, screaming teenager. Her, um, She preferred um, what they might be giants. And so they might be giants actually is a recurring bit in the show as well. They have posters of that. But it was just the reason why she was different than what we had seen before and then what people knew. And it worked. Um, so yeah, Clarissa was uh, an icon, and to this day, I think Melissa Joan Hart is probably best known for Clarissa. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's so hard to say because she also did Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's close. It's like one and two. Like she's like Clarissa the Teenage yeah. Witch, but Clarissa had to walk so uh, Sabrina's broom could fly. Oh, exactly. that that I'm going to get that tattooed <laughs> on me. That is mm-hmm. like the well best said. thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. We love. So yeah. the tattoo is Clarissa. The, the words, or do you want maybe Clarissa? Uh, you know, explaining it all, riding a broom, I think would be a pretty. With, yeah, with the I think Salem that I cat. need. I can't have the words. I think that I need like the Clarissa, and then I need the Sabrina. I need both. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then I won't be buried in the Jewish cemetery with my family. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's um, a myth. That's well, a Gilbert Godfrey can never get to the other side, no matter what. Yeah. Um, so true to its name, uh, Chappelle, uh, Clarissa does explain it all. Correct. Yeah, she's constantly breaking the fourth wall. Like that's just her thing. Like she turns to you and tells you about her day. It's it's a very um interesting spot that she's in because she's in junior high. So she's not like a kid like a rugrat, you know, where she's doing like r- little kid stuff, but she's also not in high school, so she's not like teetering into adult stuff. She's just in the middle. And so she's trying to let people in on what 13-year-old, 12-year-old girls are are thinking. And um yeah, she she's got the technology to explain it all because I mean her computer, the software that this girl has mm-hmm. is outrageous. She creates video games as a drop of a hat. Sarah, talk to me. Yeah, she creates video games. She's very tech savvy. She has two screens. How many screens oh, do you she, have? Oh, she's screening. I know yep. that is wild. She's screening. The yeah. um yeah, the what's it called? First of all, like this episode is such a can you explain the plot quickly because this is such a 90s sitcom plot every Absolutely. every single show did did uh, a show that was exactly like this yeah so we have clarissa and like i said she's not typically boy crazy but she developed her first crush and it is on flip the flip fontana the local <laughs> weatherman and she is so in love with Flip Fontana that um, she becomes obsessed with weather and all things weather, and she can't miss it. Quite like Ryan Gosling can't miss his radio show. She can't miss any single segment that Flip Fontana does. So she decides to uh, start a club in relation to weather in hopes to maybe speak with him. 
And long story short, she winds up meeting Flip Fontana, but Flip Fontana is nothing like she would she thought he would be. He does not like weather. And in fact, he just wants to use weather as a stepping stone to become um a Hollywood person, which mm-hmm. totally makes Clarissa snap out of her crush and not like him anymore because he is not like intelligent and into weather and he's like vain and um that is kind of the moral Very of the story. weather vain would you say <laughs> oh, i like that i like no 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 no, no. add it to the dad joke uh list <laughs> i loved it Unding the bell. <laughs> no, no, double ding the bell. Don't double ding anything. <laughs> Ring and ling ling. Yep. I like that yes. joke. Yes. So, um, Sarah, I know you don't like the brother, uh, but I feel like yeah. that Ferguson uh, was uh, incredible. Ferguson was a mood that he He's had one icon. of the most punchable yes. faces of all time. <laughs> he, does he does have a punchable face it's this little redhead kid that you just want to take by the face and just just a little yeah. knock into the yeah, nose I, I wonder Chappelle do you think that uh, Ferguson himself uh, set back uh, the uh, red headed uh, people uh, for a generation where he was uh, s- uh, such a punchable face uh, Ferguson that I wonder if that created like uh, when you hear like uh, that because people like uh, you know say bad things about people with red hair I feel like that Ferguson yeah. had a part to play in this it he was have been such great. a heel he was they call him Ferg face because yeah. his face is just that punchable and I've been called Ferg face Really? Mm. Your face uh, is not punchable. Stop it. Ferg face, Ferger burger, Ferger muffin, Ferg, Fergie. It's not, it's not I mean, great. Fergie's not, Wait, I you mean, like Fergie? No. Oh. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, noted. But yeah, Ferg face here. Not the one that we have, the lovely Ferguson, but this mm-hmm. one, this is the one that sucks. Uh, Ferguson darling. Um, the, the, the endearing thing about Ferguson, there's not much, but Ferguson uh, is very intelligent. Like uh, he speaks, uh, he's, well, I'll say he's more pompous than intelligent, but I think that's what always drew me to him. I'm like, I wish I used, uh, you know, that type of language, you know, or vernacular when I was talking to my parents. It makes you feel more adult. Um, he wears a suit or a sweater vest very often, like very and, fancy and, little boy. Very fancy. very fancy. His pants are huge, though, and I do take offense to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, his bedroom um, it has tons of books. Yeah, mm-hmm. because like well Clarissa read. had the coolest bedroom, and Ferguson yeah. had like so her friend a library. The, the window, no screens, no no nothing. Okay. Uh, you mm-hmm. think that it's probably like a hundred flies in uh, Ferguson time. Yeah. In, in Clarissa's bedroom? No, probably a very safe neighborhood too to just have the the, the, ladder, the ladder open. Yeah. To the- I want to know why this is the biggest '90s trope of all time. Is the ladder at the window and your best friend climbing through? Mm-hmm. Um, Dawson's we, Creek. We see it in Dawson's Creek. We mm-hmm. see it in Boy Meets World. World. Mm-hmm. We see it in Clarissa explains that all there are no ladders at any window <laughs> at my house at Mm-mm. any point no. in time. Imagine no. even pitching the idea, like, "Mom, can we go to Home Depot. I want to yeah. get like a giant ladder." So mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So boys can come in. Don't worry. It's platonic. I'm not in. He doesn't mm-hmm. know this. I'm not into him at all. Yeah. It must be I, an interesting conversation. I can't even imagine having two stories. Like, like, mm-hmm. I'm like what? Uh, there's an upstairs to your house. Okay. You got money. Um, yeah. And, and then just the idea that I would have to ask my mom for like, Hey, I know you got, um, like, I just need this ladder real quick. Like it's never happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
play. And then for some reason, if by some reason somebody does end up in my room and she didn't know, oh, it's over. We're both dead. We're uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're knocking on Gilbert Godfrey's window. <laughs> Chappelle, come on in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, uh, Ferguson uh, does not act again after that. It's uh, Clarissa explains it all, and that is uh, it for the Hollywood career of Jason Zimbler. Yeah, blacklisted for life. He's like your Ferguson from Clarissa explains it all. You are. You annoying. think that's what it was? You think he was so hateable? Yeah. Yes, and- it was Joffrey Baratheon before it's time. Career done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is he doing? Is he a mathematician? Uh, I don't know what he's doing, um, Wait, but he's a software hold on, designer. Chappelle. Do you mm. know that Danny Tamborelli owned a bagel shop or works at a bagel shop in New Jersey? Like do you by know, my hometown. Book the flight. I'm on the way. Do you understand mm-hmm. that I have so many questions for Danny Tamborelli from my I can give you access ago? to him. He lives like suspiciously close to my hometown. If I get the cameos from Lori Beth Denberg and then mm-hmm. I show up and play them for Den- like I feel like we could get an actual phone call or like a Zoom meeting going at this rate. Yeah. So Danny Tamborelli was also in all that, by the way, and he had a show called P and P, The Adventures of P and P. So he this is relevant, Kiva. I don't want you to be like upset that we're talking about Danny Tamborelli. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very no, relevant. This is good. Yeah. Okay. He was a he was one of the the Nickelodeon icons as well. Um, Pete and Pete is uh, largely considered one of the best shows to ever be on children's television because it's just it it takes the kids on a journey and it's very deep in ways that you wouldn't expect. Um, yeah, but Rob, yeah, it's about James, a brother named oh, Pete I, and I, his I'm, brother yeah, named. You don't need to explain it to me. Oh, you know, oh, you were a Pete and Pete guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know all about it. Oh, okay, the strongest man in the world, oh. Artie. Yes, Petunia, and she danced. Really showed us up. Yes, mm-hmm. look at Rob getting into what the kids are talking about. <laughs> yeah, Rob, who was your first TV crush? Mm. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think. TV crush. Um, Good question. Yeah, I'm trying to think from from way back when. Uh, I can go first. Yeah, go first. Mm. So I had the well. Okay, well, number one, I had the hugest crush on Ethan Zahn, which is sure. not. Not a surprise. I also had a huge crush on Ben Savage, who was Corey Matthews, like the biggest, like I was in love with him. And then the only thing I have to say about that is that young me had a thing for brown curly hair, which I don't totally understand, but Mm -hmm. uh, it carries over into adulthood. Um, (laughs) So Chappelle, do you know yours? There were so many at the same time. I don't think there was ever like one just like that stuck out above, above the rest. So like, uh, you know, like you had to hit the big ones like Topanga. It was like everybody loved Topanga. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, like Ra- I think uh, Raven Simone and I are around the same age too. So yeah. there was like a, a phase where, Ra- where Raven was high on my list. Uh, Kyla Pratt, which that probably stands today. Like if I saw Kyla Pratt, I'd probably sell my brother into slavery or something just to talk to her. Um, so yeah, I, there's there are a few, but it was like I said, it was kind of like simultaneous. Um, I oh, I think my first adult crush, you know, like as a child, that I was, I remember Selma Hayek in uh, that vampire movie, and I was like, yep, okay, <laughs> we're here hmm. now. <laughs> but yes, I, I, have, I think I, I think few. mine was uh, uh, with Jody Sweeten. Oh, oh yeah, oh, wow. okay. okay. I mean, Stephanie Tanner How was the rude. funniest. Yeah. She was she the was funniest. The funny she yeah. was like definitely the prettiest. So I can see that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, I feel like that, uh, like maybe the ladies on the Price is Right uh, was probably like uh, mm, okay. the, uh, the first. But I don't remember like uh, particularly like a young person uh, that I watched on television that I had maybe like a Kelly Kapowski. Um, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, but there's nobody that really jumps out to me as like uh, the defining uh, like TV actress of my childhood. Did you have an old, were you like a Dame Judy Dench guy? Yeah, Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> Handsome yeah. lady. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Helen Mirren. Okay, uh, listen, yes. let's make a yes. list. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. To this day. To this day, still. <laughs> to this day. Yep. Handsome woman. <laughs> I, I, I love her. Tell, yeah. tell Helen I said hello. <laughs> uh, in this episode of Clarissa Explains It All, uh, Clarissa is talking about how, uh, you know, she has a crush on uh, Flip Fontana. And, you know, she says it's not unusual for people to, uh, you know, uh, have so, something. She's talking about like, um, I don't even remember how she gets into this, but she's uh, she's going through a list of things as she's uh, explaining it all. Uh, and Akiva, I, I thought that this was um, uh, particularly interesting. Can I play a clip from the episode? Please, please okay. do. Here's Clarissa explaining it all. Teddy bear. Then there was Chester. The puppy in the window at Pete's Pets. Chester was playful, adorable, and drooled only slightly more than your average guy. I never did get to take him home with me. Then, of course... Yeah. That was Chester. Mm-hmm. I hear that all the time. He drools a lot. <laughs> I heard he's a big baby. Um, or is that Akiva? Anyway, mm-hmm. so she was listing her crushes. Yes. So her crushes to that point had all been basically animals, animals. and inanimate okay. objects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. The, the teddy bear, Chester was what, a cat or something? Just, a dog. Just a dog. The dog. Uh, Elvis. And then the, the last one was Elvis the alligator. Elvis mm-hmm. the Which alligator. She did have a pet alligator, and she, this was the episode. This was like their way of explaining where the pet alligator went. Mm-hmm. 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 Because the two, pet, they weren't, it wasn't they, renewed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> Elvis's contract was up. Yeah. Did not get to come back. But, by the way, uh, so I've been watching a lot of like '90s uh, sitcoms uh, between uh, this and all of Family Matters and uh, the mm. aforementioned Full House, starring Akiva's uh, childhood crush. And boy, there is so much Elvis talk, Elvis humor, Elvis punchlines of jokes that uh, Elvis was just uh, so prolific as a go-to punchline and all this stuff. Is Elvis dead completely? I feel like you don't hear much about him anymore. Oh yeah, I think he's gone I mean, now. Is for the sure. guy dead, or is it like Elvis as like a pop culture reference? As a yes. reference, I, as you don't hear ref- much about yeah, him. As a reference, uh, that I, I don't know what the um, last Elvis reference, but but uh, Elvis talk is so like ubiquitous through all of these shows. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've Elvis needs a, a comeback. Who's the Ghost Elvis's PR team. Well, how no, about, I think this is the opposite. I yeah. think it's like good that he's got. I think uh, we're better. Kiva, for who is the, what is the modern day Elvis? Macklemore. Macklemore? Oh, no, I'm kidding. It's not Mac- So someone who should go away, you're saying? No, like somebody that we know. who is like the go to uh, like uh, joke now? Oh, like just a running punchline, a person who just pops up in random shows, has mm-hmm. no business there. Oh man! Yeah, or or at least uh, like referenced constantly. Mm. Maybe let the listeners this- weigh in on this. Oprah, Oprah, or Dopra. Well, not anymore. Dopra. I don't think it's Oprah, Dopra anymore. By the way, I you think know- that was a podcast. Okay, oh, I think that was a podcast that she was plugging going on. I'm not sure. Oh, going on, oh. Oprah. 
Well, <laughs> I, I think, and this is not to get you know political, but it probably is our our former president Donald Trump. You know, he's mm-hmm. such a topical reference now. Mm-hmm. You know, people just kind of make it offhand, whether it's positive or negative. Even, I was watching Shameless the other day, and I saw the Make America Great Again hats, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and and I don't get me wrong, I'm I am late to Shameless, but it is you know something that you see in television a lot these days. Just mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Trump has made a name for himself in the popular culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's not a bad call. Mm-hmm. All right. He too can go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Flip Fontana, that, uh, that Clarissa is very into him. She's making everybody watch the weather report so she can go and, uh, check out Flip Fontana in person. Uh, the family gets snowed in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it was uncharacteristically warm, but it wound up snowing. And so they couldn't go on their hiking trip. And at the same time, Flip Fontana calls and says, hey, the Young Meteorological Society can come to the station and meet me. So they they go. They is the only two people that are in this club is Sam, Clarissa's best friend and Clarissa. And they wind up going to the news station to meet Flip Fontana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this and this isn't a situation where like, oh, Clarissa's got some nerdy group going on, and nobody wants to be her friend because she's a dork. No, no, people want to join the club. Clarissa's dad dope. It's just that the club kind of sucks. Like it's, it's a the club about weather, yeah. right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're like Flip Fontana. They're, yeah, they're like, okay, it's for Clarissa. We'll join, and then like, oh, we're talking about weather. Mm, not this time, girl. You know, call us next week. And um, so that's how Sam ends up getting roped in on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was they, a big Sam guy when I was younger. I thought I was Sam. Yeah, I'm not the lead. Did you the have a character. Clarissa that you would uh, be platonic friends with and go hang out with? I got a Clarissa now. Yeah, but um, like when I was younger, like I thought like like I've never been the main character in any show. That you know how you kind of like mm-hmm. to do yourself into these roles. I'm always like the friend. You know, like I'm always like, oh, yeah, like uh, there's Corey and there's Sean. I'm probably more of a Sean, you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, but like I've always been the sidekick. I don't know. Am I a sidekick now? Probably. No, you're a main character. What are you talking about? I'm literally Rob's sidekick and on our podcast. Where's your sidekick? sidekick? I don't have a sidekick. Mm. (laughs) I think we put that on the wheel. Yeah, we put that on the wheel. Greatest sidekicks of all time. That no. or just get finding Chappelle one. Finding Chappelle's sidekick. Put it on. Where's the Chappelle, bell? Do you want a sidekick? I don't know if a sidekick can have a sidekick. You know, that's a lot. You're a main character. That's Chappelle. how you become don't a star. Yeah, yeah, you, you get your own sidekick. Well, mm-hmm. what was the last sidekick that got a sidekick? Like, where was the last spinoff that actually led to like a new, a new like uh, Frazier? Yeah. Joey. Joey. Joey does not count. <laughs> Stop mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Andrea DiMatteo or that other guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe don't put it on the wheel, but maybe the okay. listeners can tell. T- can okay. tell it's us. not bad to be a sidekick. I mean, like uh, when mm-hmm. Chappelle comes know? on, the audience, the audience, like ah, like, <laughs> yeah. there's cheering. That's because that little flashing, uh, you know, light comes on and says applause. Mm-hmm. You know, that they're just they're mm-hmm. just He's doing what they're now. Doing. Yeah. yeah, they're just sweet people. But no, I'm a, I'm a sidekick. Mm-hmm. I was a Sam guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not saying more, right? Oh God, no! no. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Sam is my sidekick. I, <laughs> That's right. I have my own Sam. Who knew? <laughs> All 
right. Uh, so, so Clarissa goes down to go to the TV station. She meets Flip Fontana. And keep it, Flip Fontana is kind of a douche. So, yeah, I think this is the um, the Rod Belding episode, right? Where it's like, oh, we, uh, you know, this guy, like we built him up to be this really cool guy. And then you mm-hmm. meet him and it's and it's such a disappointment. Well, the Rod Belding, uh, as we heard on the podcast Power Hour, I mean, Rod Belding was cool. And then it turned out that he was that he uh, like then was irresponsible. Like he uh, didn't follow up with his promises. Right. So that like it makes him douchey where it's like it's we're oh we're out on this person now. And mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing with uh, Flip. I mean, he's not as he wants to make it in Hollywood, which like I don't think that makes him like inherently bad. But he doesn't love weather the way that Clarissa. Um, yeah, he wants to go to L.A. He doesn't care about the weather. He doesn't care about the weather. The no. weather is a stepping stone. Is the weather above sports? I guess it's the same tier as sports. But the weather is a stepping stone to the main newscast or be a you know the, he wants to be a sidekick ironically he said he wants to yeah. be like ed mcmahon it's like if you met sarah ferguson in person and like sarah oh my god i can't wait to talk to you and like i don't even care about the 90s right yeah i'm just trying yeah. to a pod, a podcast uh, about true crime <laughs> i was trying to be the next serial and then next thing i know i'm podcasting about boy meets world what happened to me <laughs> <laughs> the biggest fall off of all time. If I pay for this Lloyd Beth Dimberg uh, $25 cameo and she tells me she did not like that role on all that, I that's it. We're done. Wrap it up. Done. God freed me now. Like it's over. Mm-hmm. We're gonna cancel that transaction um transaction on PayPal. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do something. I'm gonna report it as fraud. I'm like, she exactly. owes me she owes me money at that point. Yeah. Flip didn't yeah. even go to the right college to go uh, to become a weatherman. He went to the the weatherman sportscaster and game show host college. What a Rob. shame. Rob, did you know that yeah. existed and how did you I not end there. up there? I would have gone there. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would have been like knocking on the doors like this is my destiny. Mm-hmm. Please. Like, let let me, yeah. Let me in. Would you have done the weather, Rob? Would you think you would have done the weather? Sure. I would have done. You would have been uh, fine with being a weatherman? Uh, I would have been fine. And like, uh, would you be happy? Yeah. I think <laughs> that's a weatherman. Yeah. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Fine and happy the, the same thing. I, Please, I, I don't. I personally, I'm not a big weather guy, so I don't know if I, I think I'd be living a lie as the weatherman. Yeah, why? Mm-hmm. W- w- that you hate the weather? It's just boring to me. Yeah, boring. You, I, okay, I think that you would rather be like a sports announcer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You get to stand yeah, in front of the green choose. screen and like, uh, yeah, that, always be in the wrong spot. Yeah. I feel like. I mean, it wouldn't be my first uh, pick on the on the news set, but I feel like that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a good spot. It's it's a good job. I do want to point very out mad at you when you're wrong. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. But you do get the pen where you can draw any picture on the map that yeah. you mm-hmm. want. That's a lot of power. Mm-hmm. No one man should have all that power. Um, <laughs> but I think the takeaway from this moment is that. Clarissa is not like meeting her in public and he's like mean to her by any means. It's just that she thought of him as like this deep weather, uh, like enthusiast. And that's what her crush was on. So it's not like she saw him and like, uh, like went all starry eyed because he's so handsome. She liked the person. Clarissa is a lady of substance. That's why she breaks the most. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She likes the intelligence, the passion about a subject. Yes. Um, she's passionate. So yeah. Um, they don't make them like Clarissa no more. They don't. Talking. They don't. But then, I mean, so then she says that she she lost her crush on Flip, but then she sees the sportscaster, and now she's all in on sports. Yeah. Akiva, yeah. who's the hottest guy in, in sports broadcasting? 
the hottest guy in sports. Have you seen Gus Johnson lately? He's lately he's jacked. He's like fifty two. He's wow. is, uh But uh, I'm trying to think who's the hot? Tony Romo probably is is Tony Romo. Good looking. I mean, I feel Tony Romo is more cute than hot. He landed Jessica Simpson for a while. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Does he still have those pasta restaurants? Yeah. <laughs> um, Chappelle, you have any? You have it? I'm trying to think. Like, who else oh, probably, is uh, Alexander Chester? I hear he's a handsome one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen that. The streets take. say he's a looker. Yeah. The streets yeah. say he's a looker. A, a John Sterling. Mm-hmm. John, John Sterling. John Sterling is like 100. <laughs> I mean, maybe. He really is. I don't, I don't know how he got so old. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. <laughs> Don Sterling yeah, goes home every day. Watch, watches <laughs> watches soap operas. I think like uh, doesn't own a smartphone. He's an yeah. interesting guy, John Sterling. It's the Yankees <laughs> announcer for people don't know that is. Yeah. Uh, Does Carrie Champion count? Because yes, God. Okay. <laughs> I was they, I was only we were I think good naming dudes. There, I know, but, but I just uh, had to say that. Yeah. Out loud. yeah. <laughs> we only objectify men on this podcast. Chappelle. It's true. I, it is. I true. wasn't objectifying her. I was just saying mm-hmm. yes, God. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank in you. case she listens, you want. In you want case to she hears it, I just want to be on record. And I'm sure That's she's fair. married, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. I said it. Mm-hmm. Break up that marriage. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Would love to hear the the takes for the uh, the hot, the hottest guys in sports hot sportscaster more. Yeah. Um, Put it on. Right. Look, we're coming up on bracket <laughs> season. We're two, mm-hmm. two, two and three, two and a half months away, three months away. Look, it's mm-hmm. time. Start to prepare the bracket. Mm-hmm. Put Chester on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Um, the dog. A- anything else, Rob? Just as a dog. No. Anything I, else from Snick? I, I think I'm good on Snick. Well, mm-hmm. I do want to rank quickly. I would love to rank the theme songs because. Uh, is it Mark they're... Sanchez? Akiva? <laughs> oh, that's true. He is pretty dreamy, but uh, mm-hmm. that's not a bad call. He's got to have a little bit more success first, but that's a good call. Greg Olson? I don't know. Okay. Do you want to rank the theme songs? I, I would okay. love to. So yeah, should, we, gotta... should we, we should listen to all of them? Okay. Yes. Yeah, let's listen to them. All right. So, Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, theme song. Okay. Uh, this uh, was pretty iconic. Uh, it did come back to me as I was listening to uh, the episode. Here, here we go. Here's a Are You Afraid of the Dark theme song. The visual is also pretty iconic. The swing set. Oh, creepy doll. I hated the doll. The match. So scary. You know, to go back to the TV theme song bracket, I feel like that this is one of them where Chester, not the dog, would say, you have to watch it also. Just the song itself is not iconic. Uh, The visuals, I think, are uh, pretty iconic of the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Hmm. I don't think you bring that up for another year or so because, you know, the it gets spicy around TV theme song bracket time. And it's because of that very man, Alexander Chester. Mm-hmm. OK. All right. Let's see. Uh, all that opening theme song. OK. Here is the one uh, that uh, looks similar to what we watched on this episode. Let me hit play on this. Yeah, do the shortest one. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Got some like racquetball happening and a trampoline. A lot of jumping. Mary Beth Denberg. Uh. 
it's very 90s. Like the fashion is very 90s. I feel like every kid went to school. It's like I'm one of the kids in that song singing and all that. So mm. good. It is so good. Tough to beat. Tough, Tough to, beat. to beat. But up next, I mean, this is the song. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of uh, Clarissa explaining it all. Just do it. Uh, Akiva, Clarissa's dad seemed like kind of a loser, right? Yeah, he (laughs) sucks. Clarissa's dad sucks. uh, Yeah, Clarissa's mom, I think, uh, probably could have done better. Maybe, maybe that's like the season finale. She leaves him she for leaves a cool him. guy. She leaves him. He's for an a architect. Cool. If you're an architect, you're too busy yeah. to have mm-hmm. a personality. She's yeah. a museum curator. Yeah, I, I guess this is a theme. Like uh, a lot of these shows, the dad seems like kind of a loser. Uh, yeah, like, the dad is dope. How, yeah, uh, like just like on Alf. Uh, remember uh, what a loser that guy seemed. Oh, like? that guy sucked. <laughs> He's one of my least favorite Renap characters. That guy. <laughs> Yeah. Clarissa, I just, also, by the way, Clarissa had the most iconic fashion of all time. I do mm-hmm. want to point that out for anybody that's a fashion aficionado. Um, love the fashion. But Akiva, wh- what do you think is the best theme song out of this three? Uh, I, it's definitely not Are You Afraid of the Dark. All that is great. Um, and Clarissa's great. But it, the Nana's go on a little too long. Yeah. That's my only mm-hmm. take. If you could cut it to 20 seconds, that's the best one. But it is a little long. So uh, I feel like that uh, this is an interesting uh, fictional battle. Was there a rivalry between uh, Blossom and Clarissa? How dare you? Blossom comes along in 1990. Were they were they allies, Blossom and uh, Clarissa? Um, have you ever seen the Soleil Moonfry documentary? I have not. That mm-hmm. came out. Um, so she had like all these video tapes of her hanging out with like 90 celebrities and she like recorded them and like would play this in this documentary. Um, and I'm pretty sure she might, Melissa Joan Hart might've been in some of the tapes if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Melissa Joan Hart was originally offered the role of, um, well, Genevieve always character. I think, I don't oh. think her, I don't remember her name. Was it's it six? six? Yeah, she was offered the role, but she turned it down to take on the lead role of Clarissa instead. So okay. there is a little crossover, but I don't think it's a rivalry. Okay. However, I will say 
that Blossom theme song is a tough one to beat, too. That's a, I mean, the three of these songs right here, you know, we can exclude Are You Afraid of the Dark, but if you slide in Blossom, I think that's just a tough competition. Blossom theme song? Okay. Uh, yeah. I made a mistake. Uh, Slay Moon Fry was Punky Brewster. Yeah, and uh, Punky uh, Brewster. Yeah, I, I thought, yeah, I think you were going to say that. And, and Slay Moon Fry knew everybody. I thought you were going to say she, yeah. she really didn't know anybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she hung out with all like the 90s uh, yeah. women actresses. Yeah, that and you were going to tell me like true. there was like a rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were I like mean, the 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 Tupac and Biggie of the '90s, maybe or something like that. It, it I guess been, the Tupac and Biggie were the Tupac and Biggie of the '90s, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 90s. I don't know. I can't I can't speak for Blossom, but Punky was yeah, okay, okay with uh, Melissa. And that documentary, by the way, was Kid '90, and you can watch it on Hulu. Okay, here's a Blossom mm-hmm. uh, opening theme song. Don't know about the future. That's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason for getting If I had to pick, uh, but I'm talking, if I'm, I'm picking strictly uh, Blossom or Clarissa, I'm going to say that, give me Clarissa. I found Blossom to be a little too precocious uh, for uh, me. They, Who wore better hats? Yeah. Ooh. Clarissa. Blossom. No, Clarissa. Bl- no, Blossom. Blossom, uh, that her thing is hats. <sighs> yeah, but Clarissa... I don't know, but I agree with you on the theme song. I, I as much as I like the Blossom theme song, I think Clarissa is better. But the Blossom theme song is just underrated. I just don't understand why yeah. people don't give it what it deserves. Who would be better um, at hosting Jeopardy? Because Clarissa would be explaining it all. Yeah, Clarissa probably would. Mm-hmm. Ferguson, Ferguson <laughs> would be the best. <laughs> oh my god! If if actually Clarissa's no, Jeopardy. you're wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I think that that's what he's been holding out for all this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that that's the gig that the actor wants is the Jeopardy gig. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give him a chance. All right. Yeah. Akiva, anything else on Snick? Let's hit the mailbag. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking about the mailbag. By the way, uh, Sarah Chappelle, are either of you uh, taking off before the mailbag? Nah, All right. We'll, as if. We'll be back with <laughs> the core four uh, coming up on this week's mailbag on Robin Akiva, Need a Podcast, right after this. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know it's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. That's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to geico.com and get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-ch-ch-chumba. Chumba.com. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. We are back with a mailbag here for Robin Community Podcast, episode number 158. And Akiva, just like Snick, uh, we're recording this podcast and it's Saturday night. Get on the big, uh, the big yeah. orange couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's prime it's big time, and it's orange, and it's uh, the mailbag again. <laughs> it's big, it's orange, and it's mailbag again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's gonna take off. That's good. Yeah, um, yeah. I, we got a lot to get to here. A lot of um, you know past business, but I do. We do have two guests here, so I did want to maybe start with our guests and ask them if they have any ideas or suggestions for the mailbag. Um, yeah, I do. Um, have you either of you ever explored the world of pretty little liars? PLL. Because PLL, because this is a show that you have to tap into. When I say there's murder, there's mystery, there's intrigue. Mm-hmm. There are girls that never go to the cops, even when they're supposed to go to the cops. <laughs> is insanity and this show is like off the wall crazy so i was getting this confused with what what was the nicole kidman show big big little lies big little lies, big yes. little lies. similar okay. show it's a spinoff okay uh, no it's not definitely no, it's not, not. <laughs> no, pretty I, he was joking i keep kidding that was a, that was an akiva joke yeah <laughs> it's an abc family show that yeah. was i think it started in 2007 it was a book series first there's like 20 books I've read them all. 2010 okay Gosh. 2010 PLL. okay well it is the, the craziest show because they go so off the wall nuts like abc that, family they're going off the wall nuts mm-hmm. oh my no this is the craziest show on abc family that ever existed um one storyline they found so there's so if you don't know what pretty little liars is it's about four girls that had a best friend allison who disappeared and then they started like desperate re- housewives Maybe they start receiving mm-hmm. mysterious texts and messages from this girl or this person named A, and they know secrets about them. And they find they think that it's their old best friend, but their old best friend is found dead. Mm-hmm. So somebody knows all these secrets about them and she torments them. So it goes from like they get hit by cars, they oh, had like a Claire. dental appointment. 
Yeah, just like Claire, there's a dental appointment where they found like a threatening letter in their tooth. Like it is awful. When you said they found a letter in their tooth. Yeah, elaborate, please. Okay. So this one girl, (laughs) Hannah, is going to the dentist and she's like, like gets passed out with like laughing gas or something. And she wakes up and she's like, oh my gosh, like I feel something in my tooth. Like my tooth is hurting me. So she like uses a toothpick and she pulls out a scrolled letter <laughs> that was stuck in their tooth that A put in there. And she reads it. And then she it read it with like, like a microscope? She read it and it's like, you're dead or whatever the letter you're dead. Said. Like it's, no, but it's crazy. Like it is off the wall nuts. So I propose that we either you could do season three, episode seven, or this can be a whole big thing because there are insane storylines. Mm-hmm. Chappelle, have you ever watched Pretty Little Liars? I have seen the first episode, and when I tell you, it was a mistake. Um, Pretty Little Liars is unhinged. They the 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 premise of the show is that our friend is missing or dies or whatever, and we have to find out who A is because A is probably the person who did it. And throughout the series, there's like 17 different A's. Like yes. it goes on forever. It goes on forever, and every week, ABC Family hints that they're go- this is the week we're gonna find out who A is. And every oh. week, it probably mm. is. that to us a lot. There's these crazy. Um, like these crazy Halloween episodes. There's, and then it gets like, it's saucy too. There's yeah. definitely saucy episodes. It saucy. is like probably the best ABC family show that's ever existed. And also the worst ABC family show that ever existed. It's Let me the be best very clear. And the worst. It controlled my life for a very long time. Right. And I would be a horrible person if I did not say Kirsten McKinnis would stab us all if she was not oh, submitted be as one of the guests. All right. Now, if not the expert on this show, let's check back in with Akiva, who's been mm-hmm. a little a little silent during uh, this explanation. I'm okay, I'm I, I, no, no doubt. I, 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 did, I didn't think you went on. <laughs> you 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 uh, put the thing on mute. Okay, Mm-mm. she will murder you, all right. Akiva. Yeah. All right. Also Akiva. has a great theme song, by the way. How, how are you feeling about all this? Okay, here's my thought. I think it's a season three, episode seven. If the episode works, someone needs to watch the episode, which is called Crazy, ironically, which Sarah keeps calling the show. And if that is good, I'm happy to put it. Uh, I do in not the think ball. we replaced a season three, episode seven since Sopranos uh, came out. Yeah. So we have a spot, but I want, I want to give it a week. I think what we need to do going forward is we need to make sure that the shows are uh, the episodes themselves are worthwhile. Sometimes it's a good show, but it's a miss of the episode. Okay. So I assure I you, hear... Kirsten will be in touch. Okay. All right. So Going back to last week, there were some things that were talked about uh, that uh, we wanted to follow up on. And so this works out great that Chappelle is here. Uh, Chappelle, Sister Act 3 is coming to (laughs) Netflix. And I said that I I didn't want to, because of course, this is the podcast where we stand whoopee. But we do the Netflix thing. uh, Mm -hmm. Has has anybody already reached out to you on Nothing But Netflix about, hey, I call dibs on Sister Act 3? Sadly, no. No one mm-hmm. has told me that they wanted to be the Sister Act uh, expert. You all talked about Sister Act 1, right? We y'all never talk talked about, about it. We never talked about it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I would... Uh, I'm afraid of what Sister Act 3 might be. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry um, is working on I, I'm not sure if he's uh, if it's just being filmed at his studio or if he is a producer on it. Okay, depending he on his level last of week interest, Fallon. He's not making the movie, I don't know. He's not like the okay. director or anything. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm terrified of what the film might be. But if you wanted to put Sister Act 3 on the wheel, I wouldn't be mad at it. 
Or you could put Sister Act 2 on the wheel and then you and I can talk about Sister Act 3 on nothing but Netflix. Yeah, what you, Sister Act week. Yeah, what do, well, uh, what, yeah. Do you, what do you think? I mean, it'd be hard to time. Like, I feel like that nothing but Netflix week at time to talk about Sister mm-hmm. Act 3 when, mm-hmm. when it comes out. Um, but I'm wondering well, like how we should uh, co- coincide all of this. Do, the do a bonus episode or something. Bonus episode. No, just, just do the opposite. Whenever, whenever I got it, I we'll, we'll go on Netflix and watch Sister Act 3. No, you have to, the whole it's, point of Netflix is you watch things when they're new, when they come out. Nobody's going to want to oh, hear us talk about like, Sister Act is 3. Is the whole point? I thought it was like, said, like Seinfeld? Netflix. some weeks it's old stuff. Yeah, well, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, when it dropped, that was the, that was the idea. That, uh, new we, on Netflix. I new, got it. New on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It would probably be harder to time the two of them. But yeah, we don't. I mean, they don't have to. It doesn't have to be Sister Act week. But yeah, if it if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, okay. it doesn't. All right, we'll come, but, we'll circle back you know. when we when we get closer. When the show, yeah, when, when it gets announced, yeah, at it, least like yeah. when the movie's coming out. Okay, all right. Uh, then also, Chappelle, do you remember when Akiva was supposed to let us know he was going to check out? He had to vet mystery from the pickup artist if that that was going to be a thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was like two months yeah. ago. Akiva, have you ever have you gotten done with checking out to see if Robin Akiva, our pickup artist, can go on the wheel? Um, to real, to be honest, like my vetting is like somebody, somebody. A lot of times we'll mention somebody, and then someone will DM us or head people at us and say that person is canceled. But nobody did it here, so I think we're fine. Okay, all right. So, is so what this, are we doing with mystery? We're, we're watching. We're watching the show. We're watching the pickup the, artist. Bro, is that yeah. in the fishbowl or is that or is that? I think uh, it's on a, the a wheel. Okay. It was supposed to be. No, it, I don't think it ever made it anywhere because Akiva was supposed to go vet it. First. No, but we're saying yes, where should now, it be? But, we're, but we're is it, it's not the fishbowl. I think it's on the wheel. Robin and Akiva are pickup artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Should we try and speak to a pickup artist also? I don't think we need to. I think we're going to want to speak the, to him. Do we know a pickup artist? I mean, like, I mean if, uh, if somebody knows a pickup artist, let us know. I mean, chances yeah, I mean, are like, uh, like, I don't think that there are people out there that are publicly admitting they're pickup artists. I, I mean, why not? I'm sure you mystery did. Uh, I guess, Sarah, if we can find a person who is a self-proclaimed pickup yeah. artist, should we interview them? Absolutely. I think so. I think that's a necessity or like somebody or like a matchmaker, like a hitch type of character. Hitch. <laughs> yeah, hitch. We watch yeah. Hitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what if we could get Kevin James instead of Hitch? Um, I mean, you, that would you, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything. I mean, pretty much. I think that it's a great idea. So. So if somebody was the real life Hitch or a pickup artist. Yes. Yeah. The sure. pickup artist is kind of like a sandwich artist. What does that mean? Meaning. Uh, I feel like it's kind of a fancy name for what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of he's made it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make it sound like well, what, a, what is it really like a scammer? It should really a be like a scammer. scammer. Yeah, what are the pickup artists doing? Flirting, I'm, right? A professional flirter. Mm-hmm. Are you a professional flirter? Mm-hmm. I definitely mm-hmm. am not that. Good at getting dates. That's what they, that is their skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting dates. That is not yeah. something that I'm putting on my LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Rob, Rob and Akiva are uh, pickup artists, and we're gonna we're gonna watch that the season of the show. No, well, I don't think we watch the whole season, but but I, the mystery, by the way, also has appeared to like denounce the the concept of being a pickup artist now. So well, I mean, it's fine. We're not endorsing. So, wait, so like uh, the show still existed. Yeah. No, we could watch it. I'm just saying that's interesting. So we're we're not endorsing it. But it is interesting. That Does he want to come on and then uh Probably not. <sighs> we could ask him. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Robert Akiva are <laughs> pickup artists. At least just watch the show and then we can worry about who you're going to get as the guest later on. I'm sure John John isn't busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So the pickup artist, uh, a couple other things from the last few weeks to discuss. People like the, um, the, the five spot. The, the five spot. So I think we're going to add the five spot. Let's let's. I don't know if we're going to add it this week. Let's talk about it. Well, people should send in their ideas for suggestions for the five spot. I know on the uh, Renap subreddit, people were throwing some ideas around for shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I have I have um I have a number of ideas, and yeah. uh, we we'll we'll go through them. The nightly news. The nightly news. No, that sounds the like the worst news. idea for the no, five spot. It's too. It's too sad. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, somebody says Daily Blast Live. It's a daily talk show that discusses <laughs> trending topics. Has a lot of social media interaction. Jeff from Big Brother and Amazing Race is on there. Yeah, I, th- that's probably a pass. Also, that's a pass. Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune from oh, Alex. That might be interesting. I think that Jeopardy, uh, I think, has a little bit more meat on the bone than Wheel of Fortune for the week. Yeah, I don't know what we talk about. Wheel of Fortune is really the same every week. You don't get. Mm-hmm. Although I, we I have think, covered I Jeopardy, do think that Wheel of Fortune might be a good for like. I think that the puzzles would give us like some structured banter. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what are y'all gonna talk about for Jeopardy. Just like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't think there's a lot. A lot of money. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think there's a lot on Jeopardy either. Honestly, I think I so I actually talking through. I think Wheel of Fortune might have more. Do they get fun facts on Wheel of Fortune like they do on Jeopardy? Um, or I think they, they get more they like their job about themselves. Yeah. It's more like, but it's not like, hey, Pat's saying like, hey, uh, I hear you're uh, the number one collector of uh, Cleveland Cavaliers basketball cards. It's more like, hey, what's your job? I think, right? I, I'm a stay home. I, I don't mom. think that they are really box themselves in with the banter. All yeah. right, so Wheel of Fortune is an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, others. A lot of people suggested the other soap operas. I think we should hold off for now. Let's we hold just off did. on uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I see a lot I of other idea. talk show ideas. Also, yeah. So what, what about yeah? Oh, excuse me. What about like Entertainment Tonight or one of the celebrity gossip shows? Because you both are so great at talking about Machine Gun uh, Kelly and yeah, Pete Davidson. That that's true. Can you imagine talking about celebrity news every day? I think that would be great for you. Celebrity too. news, Akiva. I do think I don't. It's a good idea. I think those shows are like so dead. I, are people going to be excited if it's like entertainment but don't you want to know what they're talking about no it's it's about what they're talking about we don't care about who they are i know but i do think a little bit about. i you know after three plus years of the show i think a little bit of it is like people get excited about the ip or whatever of mm. it like okay. oh i love this thing you know and so it is a good idea i'm just trying to think like was tmz a better option than entertainment I, tonight even regardless i think sarah could take you through yeah that I think that's Sarah's wheelhouse. I, think I, I know we could. I know we could person. make good stuff. I, I, just I think also ET like- might be a little bit more interesting because I think that there, it's worth asking the question of like, who is the target demo uh, for this? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. that the average uh, Entertainment Tonight viewer, I think, is probably like uh, between like uh, fifty-five and seventy, if I had to <laughs> guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. so it's curious to know, like, uh, who are they programming entertainment tonight? Like there's, there's not one person under 40 who watches entertainment tonight. Right. So uh, we could think about that. I will say the idea of having to watch five of those shows, I don't even know what he's making me them. a little queasy. <laughs> yeah. And like, we'd have to watch them live. I don't think that they're like, so that is an yeah, issue. I have YouTube uh, TV. Might need one. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure I could what, like set a season pass. Nobody the has Kelly, the Kelly DVR? Clarkson show. No. Oh. That's not that Which exciting. is like the new Ellen. What yeah, about Drew Barrymore's good. show? 
Oh, Drew has a show. Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore has a talk show. Mm-hmm. Mm. I What's didn't know about, about that. that. It's the same it's, as every other talk show. It's like the Kelly Clarkson show. Mm-hmm. It's the same the thing, except with a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without, without the singing. Yeah. All right, so send us in more ideas. I think we'll know. Yeah, we we'll hear. put it on next week. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other ideas were sent in that were good. Some of the judge shows people sent in. You know, the re- Judy is oh, gone, yeah. but some of the remaining judge shows people were very into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some wild um, ones. Um, Akiva, I've been seeing mm-hmm. buzz about Bollywood coming back. Are y'all running from the idea? Is you do you have an issue? Um, I don't have an issue with Bollywood. Uh, we had Stand to pick to a movie. No, Sasha I, couldn't pick a movie and she would do a spectacular well, she job. Did. No, Sasha did uh, a, a great job sort of telling us which movies to pick. I, I don't know. I just think like, first of all, right now I don't have time to watch the Bollywood movie. Oh, but, um, they're like nine hours long. They're long, they're but long. also um, I don't know. Like, I don't think we're going to be making fun of it. So what? I'm not oh, sure. Sasha, Sasha said that they are wacky. And so watch it on 2X. She'll she'll fill mm-hmm. you in on all the things you miss. Matter of fact, watch it on 3X. Make that the bit. Yeah, watch it on 3X. Sasha, yeah, Sasha will yeah. come in and, and fill in the blanks for you. Yeah, people love the 3X. 3X. I have 3X. I do. Let me talk to Sasha this week, and then yeah, yeah. I think I'll we need to throw some culture back. into her nap. Mm-hmm. Could use it. Mm-hmm. We, we can all use some mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I we can definitely uh, we can we can definitely talk about that this week. Um, a couple other things people suggested. Um, we in terms of weekly shows, yeah. Oh, Family Feud was also suggested. Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay, I think that's good. I think Family Feud might be better than Wheel of Fortune. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could talk about the families. Mm-hmm. You don't have to talk about some of the wacky subject. suggestions. Mm-hmm. We have done a lot of Family Feud stuff on the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so we that's have an idea. Also, Sarah, Robin Akiva are chuggy. We're trying to get a uh, Gen <gasps> Z, uh, Gen Z uh, uh, catchphrases. Oh my goodness! Mm. I would love that. That would be so much fun. Ever since I heard about chuggy, I was like, they got me clocked. They're like, I, I was looking at like this list of like what makes you chuggy, and it's like Lily Pulitzer monograms and shit. Mm-hmm. And then like, I literally all of my <sighs> Planners are Lily Pulitzer monogrammed planners. I'm like, you got me good. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got me they good, Gen you. Z. Also, um, that- using the word chuggy unironically is chuggy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very chuggy, yeah. Yeah, I, I would love to talk about Gen Z slang or I don't know, whatever they want to lay on you mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what okay. else, Kiva? Uh, here I have something from Felipe. It's called the Twitter trial of Fifth Wheel Nav. We haven't we haven't talked the to Fifth Wheel Nav Twitter in a while. Tri- um, trial of Fifth Wheel Nav. Navi. 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 Yeah. Oh, Navi. Okay. Our friend Navi. Yes. Okay. okay. Felipe says Navi has been suspended from Twitter for two months. Nobody knows why. The podcast could be a scripted courtroom story or just discussion about how to get Navi unbanned from Twitter. She does <laughs> she got banned by Twitter and we're trying to figure out why. Mm-hmm. We're gonna interview her? Or something like that. I don't know. I bet her boss did it. You think her boss, her boss was, yeah, her probably boss true. hates her doing podcasts and blames mm-hmm. us, right? Yes. Yeah. You think Navi still listens? We haven't heard from her in a while. Navi definitely listens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Navi, so if you're out there, let, let me know. Hit, hit me up and let's uh, see if I'm, we can I'm try intrigued. Help you. I'm intrigued, but mm-hmm. I feel like that this is almost like that. Uh, like you don't want us doing the investigation. This is like get, like Lindsay Wilson should be like doing like mm-hmm. the like the the story behind it, and then we're responding to it. Um, Lindsay Wilson is a doctor in training. She does not mm-hmm. have time right now. I will speak for her in mm-hmm. this moment. Just 
let Lindsay we'll Wilson let her speak live. for herself, Chappelle. Listen, yeah. as, as, her, as her assistant. I will spend our listeners' time however we <laughs> yes. want to. I am one of her many sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, as she's one of my many, uh, I guess, uh, uh, primary main superheroes. Kicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, main kicks. And I will tell you that she is very busy and that uh, she probably doesn't have time to investigate that, but y'all can do it. Yeah. I think of Felipe, this is not a bad idea. I mean, I mean she did uh, spend uh, you know a couple of hours talking about the Olsen twins with us uh, a couple of weeks All ago. Right, Navi, hit me up and tell me what's going on, and then we'll, we'll uh, talk about it. I, didn't re- I, I know that I had not seen her on Twitter because in a while, but I didn't realize banned. she was yeah. It really is a mystery. I've asked her about it as well, and she does do not know, know why. Like they just said, you get an email from Twitter one day. You have a two month ban. You get like an she alert. Can't log in. Yeah, and it tells like, you when nope. you can come back. Mm, it's in, not, indefinite. We don't know it when. Seems like a permanent ban. If it's two months, probably a permanent ban. Yeah, we don't know when, and we don't know why. Yeah, mm. Navi does have a set, a new account, but I didn't follow it for the meme. I also didn't follow it because I thought it was going to be like a like a spam or something. I didn't know at first because it's not like Navi announced that they had gotten a new account. It just mm-hmm. it popped up and it's all like, yeah, this is a, a real life mystery. This is a true crime segment yeah. waiting to happen. Okay. Okay. What else, um, Kiwi? Okay, this is good. Um, Alex uh, says, Robin Akiva adopt a kid. And this is Robin Akiva meet with kids or teens. In order to pick the official child of Robin Akiva Nita podcast, y'all ain't got enough kids. We got a lot I of mean, kids b- between the two of y'all. This is a small we have many, between, between the two of us. We have many, mm-hmm. many children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, many. I, I don't think we should have uh, kids on the podcast. I mean, it, it, we barely like it if our own kids come on the podcast. It's true. It's and also if we had an official kid, it would be Matt, our friend Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's already done. That was mm-hmm. a good, good, good try, but I think we got to go deeper than yeah. that one. We can't, yeah. Okay, this is from Dan Sinensky. Dan Sinensky, one of our most loyal writers in us. Yes. Uh, he says it's called Ro- uh, Robin Akiva Forgive, Forget, or Forget, or something like that. Anyway. For, for Robin Akiva Forgive, <laughs> Forget, or Forget? What, is, that, is, a, is that a well, joke? You forgot. You yeah, you forgot I don't understand okay, the title. But the li- it, yeah. the, this uh, this the, sounds like the chuggiest podcast episode title <laughs> I've ever heard. Okay. You would think that. Uh, he suggests <laughs> Robin Akiva air listener submissions of grievances that were committed against them. Then decide on whether to tell the listener to forgive the person who wronged them. Forget the grievance. The listener was in the wrong or it's not worth forgiving the person. Drop the four. Or, keep the one. Or forget the person who wronged them by getting revenge. Forget so them forget. like in the CeeLo Green so sort he, of way? Uh, Rob, are you reading? I mean, I don't even, are you, that's, he says forget is in question marks like the radio edit of that CeeLo Green mm-hmm. song. You were inside yeah, Dan Sinensky's mind. Head. I like this. I know I don't love the title, even though I like that you picked up on what he was mm-hmm. selling. But I like this. I think we'll get yeah. listener grievances. Can we have like a, a live in studio band to play the song? Well, I think I we'll just play it every time. Like Will from like America that. or something like. Yeah, Will I think from I, America. I, Will comma Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could get um, we yeah. could get one of the musicians to play the song. We could have like a dream team band. Yeah. Yeah, we could get a band to play the song, but I like this idea. I think grievances are, uh, and also it is for the season forg- now. Uh, like, uh, forgive or, or forget, forget is good. them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I like, I like to grudge like or not to grudge. All right. Re- and I'll put out the form for this on a day this week. I don't want to promise Monday, but I will try to do it Monday. Okay. Right. Do you have a grievance that you want to send in? You're like, Forget you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, Akiva, sing. Right. Forgive or forget. I love it. 
It's on the wheel. Listen, the wheel is dummy thin, as we've been saying. Yeah. We're expanding a little bit. We'll add the five spot wheel, next week. Eat, eat. Come on. You're too thin. <laughs> mm-hmm. You look emaciated. Here's yeah. a lockup. All right. Here Come we go. On. Uh, want one more idea? Sure. Yeah. This has been pitched a bunch of times, um, okay. but this is from uh, in different forms. This is from Matthew. He says, am I an expert? You will have listeners on who are either an expert on a certain, certain topic that we don't know about, or they're a fake expert, and we have to determine if they're Didn't an expert have, or if like, they're faking. Uh, like, uh, this idea five different ways? That's what I said. Yeah, I, I didn't... Okay. But, like, I, I mean, I don't dislike this idea. Alright, so why isn't it on the wheel? Well, we have to find the experts first. Go on. I need oh, someone to be like, list? I'm gonna find the experts, and then I need someone to, like, because I can't do it because then I'm spoiled. It's one of those episodes. I need someone. Right, fine. Then I'm going to find the experts. Are you going to find the experts there? Yeah, I'll, I'll help you. Okay. I'll find the experts. Fine. It's all right. Yeah, the wheel is so that starving. Now. No, no, mm-hmm. no. I'm a responsible person. Okay, great. I'll all right, help so you Sarah's going to find the experts. Yeah. And what kind of experts are we looking for? Rob? Is this a profession? Like, hey, you're really an architect. Experts Sarah's at all architects I'm a, I'm a, are so I'm a, busy I'm and a sandwich smart. artist. I'm a pickup artist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sandwich artist, pickup artist, and architect. Sandwich artists have you met recently, and why is this in your mind? Because we're talking about yeah. pickup artists, yeah. But sandwich artists. What was the last time you went to a subway, Rob? Yeah. Ah, oh, boy, it was probably pre-COVID. Did mm-hmm. you get the tuna? No, no, it's Ooh, not real yeah. tuna. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, meatball um, marinara. So I, 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 I think that, this was a productive mailbag. Yeah, I would probably get uh like uh I get like the uh, grilled chicken. Yeah. And then uh, I get like tomatoes and mozzarella and then like uh like the like marinara sauce and then I would toast it. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. That's good. Yeah, that sounds good. It's I'm actually now hungry. Yeah. Boom. Kind of hungry now. Call it the Rob. Call it the the Rob. The Rob sandwich. Okay. All right. Want to get to the wheel? Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. Episode number 159 is uh, coming up. Let's talk about what's on the wheel. Season three, episode seven. Uh, the coin flip. Crappy movie diaper. Guest choice. Uh, Robin Akiva write a kid's book. I'm, I'm not feeling the writing a kid's book as much as, uh, as I was when we first did it. I mean, I think it'll be a big seller, but, you know, creatively, I'm not as excited about it. I think people will give us ideas. We'll be fine. Okay. I hear what you're saying. If you want to take it off, I, I won't like cry. No, we're too, yeah, we're too uh, dummy we're too deep. right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Commentary of Willie uh, By Wonka. the way, you do have your veto. So you know what? You're not in the mood for it. Yeah. It's December 12th. We could veto seven things if we want. Mm-hmm. We never use the vetoes before the holiday season. Mm-hmm. So. We save them for that special time mm-hmm. of year. The human lie detector. Yes. Remind me, what, what are we doing? Is, is that, Ch- that Ch- Chappelle, are you involved with the uh, human lie detector? No, 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 no. I have LaTanya nothing to do with that. can, yeah, can tell if anybody's lying yeah. and then people are going to come mm-hmm. on and then lie to LaTanya? And me and you, I've, yes. It's going to be and me you, and, and, yeah. and LaTanya. Yes. My, See, it my sounds like a big production. Up. Yeah, my name only came up because LaTanya felt like, like they could... Uh, yeah. Come, like determine if I am a liar. Well, yeah. Do we have liars are you, in waiting, Akiva? I think we have liars in waiting. Okay. Are oh, you? Oh, Chappelle, but why did she liars? Chappelle, why did like? Does she think you're a big liar? Is that, or she just wants to an- you to answer a few questions? Yeah, she just wants to interrogate me and see, okay, and, like, and try to get in my business. But Latanya, Latanya definitely can tell if I'm lying. So I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think that uh, it won't work for the bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got like it. it's yeah, too easy. Hundred percent okay. accuracy. Right. right. Yeah. 
Fiverr goes west. We're going to look up people on Fiverr. The Renap recap. We're going to listen to an old episode of Robin Akiva the podcast and then and then talk about what happened. But Akiva wants to actually listen to the podcast. I think we should just listen to it and then tell people what happened. I think mm-hmm. uh, we can we can do that, but we should play a couple clips. We should, okay. we should yeah, take out a couple. Are, clips. Yes, I think I think that's a good idea. Like, like we don't listen to the whole thing. We can play clips and then talk about the mm-hmm. clips. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, then Robin Akiva, our pickup artist, uh, and then forgive or forget you. I think that's uh, the the best idea we've added in a while. Yeah, that's very good. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and save the settings, and then we will spin the wheel. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Episode number one fifty nine next week. And we have three vetoes, right? We didn't lose our. That was last year when we lost our our best friends veto, right? right? Uh, we got a guest mm-hmm. choice. <gasps> wow! First, First time one ever. ever. Yeah, we are oh, the guests. So exciting! <laughs> no, I, but, but we have two guests. We have two guests. You two. Okay. I, mean, I think so... that, that we should uh, have you both pick something and say it on the count of three. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Why don't you think about it? Do mm-hmm. you need to hear the list again, or do you I have know. something in mind? I think I know. As, okay. as Sarah's Chappelle? sidekick, I will defer. Actually, okay. I'm no, 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 that's not fun. That's not no, fun. no, no, no. Let's yeah, go one, this? two, three. Chappelle, if you, if how about this? If you defer, I mm-hmm. auto veto whatever she says. Then, ooh, but then I still it's still guest choice though. So I still then I got to mm-hmm. pick right. No, then no, then with veto we spin the wheel again. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. I won't defer then. So what yeah, are the options? Sour grape. <laughs> I'm not a sour grape. No, why would you say that? Latanya mm-hmm. <laughs> determined that was a lie. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. What are the options again? Okay. Season three, episode seven. So, how would that uh, did the get? Would the guest be able to go directly to pick a uh, one of the balls? Like uh, no, no, we no. That would be that would just be uh, the fish ball. Okay. Uh, coin mm-hmm. flip. Uh, we, that, that's unnecessary. Uh, crappy movie diaper. Uh, Robin Key wrote a kids book. Movie commentary. Human lie detector. Fiverr goes west. Uh, or the Renap recap. Okay. I think I got okay. mine. Okay. Is this like a prisoner's dilemma thing? If we right. say this, if we say different things, is there a consequence? If we pick. say the same thing, yes. it's a Monty Hall problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You do a coin flip of the two things we say. Yes. Right. So we got a 66% oh, a chance of getting the one we want. Okay. okay. All right. So here we go. Uh, I'll, I will, uh, I will count up one, two, three, and then on, on three, uh, then you will tell us your answer. Okay. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. One, two, three. Five goes now recapper. Oh, okay. hmm. So, Fiverr goes way. west. Mm-hmm. Renap well, recap. recap. Yeah, yeah. So now hmm. bring in Christian Hubicki to explain the um, the rules of the Monty. Hall what do we say if there's a tie? Do we have any? Is there any sort of mechanism? Okay, to so now, what do we so do now? Akiva, now Akiva and I should both, on the count of three, put yes. in our votes. Oh, okay? so fun! Uh, and but, then, uh, but y'all have to guess. Y'all only get to pick between the two that we gave you. Right, right. Yeah. That's true. And yeah. so we both are going to cool. say which one of the two we want. And if we have another mm-hmm. tie, then I don't know what we do. Coin toss. Then the, okay. then the podcast is broken. Okay. Yeah, Should we go? How about? Uh, didn't we say we'd go on Twitter Spaces and the first person to come on? No, no, and no, no, decide? no. We look. We said that. We're not set up for that. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. All right. Fair enough. Okay. We're we're so close to having a great. What episode of the I, What if I tweeted it out? What if I tweeted out? If this is a tie. If if that's what you want to do. It, it is. Okay. It's Saturday. I don't mean a poll. I mean like somebody. Yeah. I just need one person to come on the air with us. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. You okay. cast, uh, Chappelle, right. count us down, please. Oh, one. Renap recap, two. Fiber goes west. Okay. One, two, three, 
Go. Fiverr. Fiverr goes west. All, All right. right. Fiverr it is. There we go. Boom. Same page, Robin Keevy. Yes, we did it. We did it. Who would have thought y'all wouldn't want to listen to your own podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Rob was probably like, I'm going to have to edit stuff. I'm not in the mood. I don't know. No, it wasn't wasn't that. uh, that I think that that, I feel like that that's going to be fun for me. Uh, I feel like it might. Oh, like, uh, like, uh, I don't know know if the audience is going to like it as much. No, I think it'll be good. I also do think we did just re-listen. We just replayed an old episode. So it's like, give it more time between that Mm -hmm. and the next time we do Mm -hmm. it. Um, but yeah, Fiverr Goes West is going to be very fun. I'm excited. Fiverr Goes West. Okay. Credit AJ Nars for originally incepting uh, Fiverr mm-hmm. into the podcast. Uh, Sorry, so, AJ, that Chappelle didn't like your ID. He wanted yeah. to do the other what, one. What, what are we doing? Do, do we have a budget, Akiva? What are we doing? We're just th- looking on Fiverr for where we should put our budget. Did we? What did we say? Oh, no, I think the I listeners w- are doing The listeners are, are going to go. Okay. Everybody, go on Fiverr and send mm-hmm. us. The most interesting, useful yes. things that you mm-hmm. can find. And we had a couple ideas already. If Amanda can, I don't know, maybe she was already doing it when we did this, can find what we yeah. said. If our, if our uh, a wonderful assistant Amanda, who sends us the greatest I, recaps yes. every week. Can My find favorite that. idea was um, finding somebody to listen to your podcast and give you suggestions. On yes, what that, you was an, that was an idea. They're going to mm-hmm. listen to an episode. And they're going to give us suggestions for how to improve it. That is for sure going to. Uh, that's for sure going to be okay. in there. All right, that's Sarah. Great. Where can people listen to uh, more of your work? Yeah, so you can find me at shit ninety shows taught me with the great Jessica Sterling. We do weekly Boy Meets World and Dawson's Creek content. We also did um, do the premiere of um, and just like that. The Sex and City mm-hmm. reboot. We gave our initial. Um, uh, you did, know, you, uh, did you like thoughts. it or no? Uh, I hated the first episode for a bunch of reasons. The second episode I liked better, but that's also because of some very specific reasons. Okay, all right. Well, listen to the podcast yeah. if you want to find listen out. Listen to why. the podcast. Um, we also do monthly bonus content. So for the month, month of December, we do. Um, we're doing Christmas movies. We just recorded Home Alone with Chappelle. Oh. Um, and that released today. Yes. And then we're doing the Santa Claus wow. as well. And one more, one more bonus podcast. We are watching every episode of a friend's holiday special and r- ranking those episodes. Wow. So very, very busy at uh, SHIT 90 shows taught me. You can They're, find us at the listeners are eating this month. <laughs> they they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us at SHIT 90s pod on Twitter and Instagram. We have a website now. Oh my God. SHIT 90s pod.com. And you can find me at Sarah Ferguson and Robin Kiva. This was the biggest honor. Oh, thank you. Well, so nice to have you. The honor here. was all ours. You did a great job picking these episodes. It was very fun to, to go back memory lane. Yeah. Yes. Should I was up. In my house, on my bed, watching these shows. Were were Marvin, (laughs) Harry, especially scary uh, this time around? Could you identify with Akiva at all that they could be hiding in your closet? At no point was I ever afraid of those two men (laughs) in my entire life. I was more afraid of the the guy next door with the uh, with the shovel, you know, or, oh, or shovel man. Oh yeah, he's scary. Yeah, or that the, and the pigeon person in season. Oh my god, or that huge ass nail. We're afraid of the nail. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. No. Oh no, the nail is uh, it's my ops. Yeah, we're um, anti nail. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Not a nail mail. Okay. All right, Chappelle. Uh, what's coming mm. up for you? Well, 
I'm still, you know, hanging out with you every yes. week. Nothing but Netflix. Yes. This week, we are talking about 20-somethings Austin, which is, well, from what I hear, the ripoff of the real world. And so... What's the buzz? Does it, have buzz? Does it have buzz? I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if it has buzz. It just came the out. The buzz came uh, from the trailer that it looked yeah. like that people couldn't believe, uh, you know, mm-hmm. how much it of seems- a... Of a, of a, like a direct it pool, yeah. It's it also like funny because like so many Netflix shows are dating shows with like a huge twist. Like we're all wearing uh, ridiculous, uh, you know, perfume costumes, and we're all uh, you know costumes. All, I don't know. We're dressed he, as monsters. We're he didn't listen to the Sexy Beast podcast in his shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying like mm-hmm. all those. There's so many different, and now it's like back to basics. We're just eight people, and the the catches. We're in Texas with Joe Rogan. Like there's not a. There's not really like a, a, a catch. It seems like it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I agree with Akiva here. It, it literally is just like let's just get some teenagers together and see what happens. Look, or some early twenty people and get them together and see what happens. A lot, unlimited uh, content, and they are running low on ideas. Okay, Akiva, it's not that easy to when you can greenlight every single idea. Unlimited money. You're yeah. saying they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this week. Rob and I will be talking about episode one of this show. So that uh, check that out on nothing but Netflix. Um, subscribe, all that good stuff. It would be like instead um, of one episode a week, it's like, all right, uh, Rob and Akiva, you have to make a, th- a thousand episodes this week. All right, just put everything on the wheel. We we just need mm-hmm. ideas at this point. Yep. Thousand Throw it episodes. all at the wall. See what, <laughs> see what sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, aside from that, uh, I got to spend the week with Sarah Ferguson. You know, we talked about, wow. uh, she, she, yeah, she came on, uh, the other podcast I do with Sasha. Um, silent podcast is where we do never have I ever coverage. And so Sarah came on to talk about that episode with us. We're nearing the end of season two. I think we only have two more episodes left, but it was such an honor to have Sarah on and then to be able to talk to her on this one. So yeah. we had a good time. Yeah. Check Locked that out in. on silent podcast as well. Um, if you haven't already listened to Oxcord Approved, Akiva, I know you're going to like this one. Um, Isaiah, 8-Ball Bangers, he is doing uh, his top five albums of the year on RJP's mm-hmm. first real music coverage. Um, and so uh, I got Very to be exciting. the guest on that last week. And so if you haven't already checked that out, check it out. It's a, it's a good time. And I got to talk about an album that I really, really liked. Um, and I think that's it. The Walking Dead has taken a break, but I still have um, on Post Show Recaps, uh, the last few episodes of Insecure. So Latanya Starks will be back. She took a brief hiatus, um, but she will be back this week along with myself, Mari Fourth, and our special guest, Mr. Aman Adwin. Oh, so if you yes, we got a big a big fish Great this time. time on the hook. So yeah, it was Chappelle, awesome. Like, listen, negotiations. Where I have a question, Chappelle. What's up? Do you have a spreadsheet for your podcast appearances, or do you just remember the times, or I do just, you put uh, it in like a, your phone or something? Only vibes. That's it. Like, vibes? Uh, okay. I've been yeah. trying to get Chappelle on the calendar system for months now and he refuses. Mm-hmm. It's not that I refuse. It's just that I just am not able. You know, like it's just not my mm-hmm. ministry. Um, mm-hmm. But they, Sarah will tell you, you have to text me the day before a podcast and be like, hey, Chappelle, are you still down? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I just mm-hmm. uh, move some things around. Um, well, we're honored you showed up then. We didn't uh, send you a reminder and you're here. No, 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 no. But I, I have been I have been excited about this. Nick is my mm-hmm. jam. 90s shows are my jam. So that's why I'm a big fan of all of you. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think that covers everything. So never have I ever on silent podcast and then uh insecure uh Oxcord approved and now, you know, here. All right. Well, excellent. Everybody, thank you for uh watching or listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh mm-hmm. send us in your ideas for Akiva. What's the best way for the people to send us submissions for uh things on Fiverr? 
Uh, just put them in the mailbag form. Uh, it's uh, it's on my Twitter. I believe it's my pinned tweet. If not, I'll pin it right now. Okay. And you don't um, have to be a Twitter user to do that. You just click on the link and yes, uh, yes that uh, is correct. Go to what? Uh, what is it? Uh, Rob's website dot com slash what? Uh, Renap Wheel Ideas. Wheel Ideas. So, okay. I think so. There you go. All right. And to take us out, a man who uh, is not a baby will perform us uh, his uh, signature jam. Uh, take it away, Alexander Chester. Here come the man in black. Won't let you remember. All right, Support for this episode of uh, Robin Akiva Need a Podcast comes from Cameo for just $25. You can hear from some of your favorite stars from uh, 90s Nickelodeon. And also, support for Robin Akiva Needs a Podcast comes to us from Blossom, who had a rivalry with Clarissa back in the 90s. Check it out in the latest uh, Soleil Moon Fry documentary, available wherever documentaries are streamed. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.